We're gonna talk about Han Solo and also some Laura Kinney. She's only 23. It's 23. We're gonna talk about some Star Wars and maybe some other things. It's episode 97 of the Fake Nerd Podcast. Welcome to Brandon T. Milkor and Ben Nedden and Sparks Witty and Ryan Iliopoulos. It's all of us here. We're now today gonna talk about nerd stuff. Hey, what's up? Da-na-na-na-na. Wow. No, that's it. I'm glad wow. I caught on. Thank you. I'm so happy I hey caught guys, on with 97, that. Is it 97? It's 97. Welcome to the 97 episode of the Fake Nerd yeah. Podcast. Welcome back to me and Sparks. Oh, yes. hey. Welcome hey, back. Hey, you guys to, are back. So how was the wedding? Uh, beautiful. We had a lovely reception, right, Sparks? Thanks for the invite. Yeah, I, I'm just upset that you dragged us here on our honeymoon. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I yes. missed the guys. <laughs> so um, so were you married by um, Elvis or were you married by um, someone else in Ve- or by an alien? A Vegas? good friend, actually. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty nice. That's sweet. Yeah. That is sweet. Jeremy Vellucci, friend of the show. I'm still pissed that Wait, you... Wait, really? No. Oh, I was like, he's like ordained? <laughs> like, God, Jeremy, okay. you do everything. Now, one more question. Did you go through the drive through chapel in Vegas or... Oh, it was a lovely venue. We were at the winery in, uh, in San Diego. Oh. You didn't elope in Vegas, Sparks, man. Sparks had a lovely white dress. Aww. Uh, we know he's a virgin. So did I. <laughs> You're I, not a virgin. I also had a lovely white dress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah? Two men wearing white dresses. Okay. We opted for a non-traditional wedding. I can That's dig fair. it. That's I can dig it. Yeah. So 2018, I have to dig it. It is 2018. Well, I don't have to dig it. It is officially June. Halfway but you're right. I don't have to dig it, but I will. Because you know what? You do you, man. You do you. Let's grab a shovel. But anyway, in, in real talk, uh, we actually were at, at our, our good friend's wedding. No uh, diary involved. And no, Sorry. Uh, and I want to say, I just want to say thank you to Travis and Marissa for letting for inviting me. Because, uh, and congratulations. Congratulations, people I've never met. <laughs> they don't listen to this. Oh. Congratulations <laughs> to people who don't listen to this. Um, you know what? <laughs> I could say it anyway. Hey, hey! Congratulations! He's a, he's a busy professional engineer. He is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> what? That's our that's our main demo, right? I don't think any of my friends listen to this podcast. I'm sure they do. No, that's not true. Marty, Marty, and Xander listen. There you go. Two of my friends listen to this. No, podcast. there's some. There's some. Hi, Marty. Sam, Sam listens with Marty. So. Hey, Hi, Marty. Marty. <laughs> Hi, Marty. Hi, Xander. Hi, Sam. Whoever that guy is. Hey, guys. What's so, okay? Hey, hold, Sam, wait, hold, wait. Sam is Samantha and is Marty's wife. Oh, oh. Whoever that girl is. Well done, buddy. <laughs> they have two children. Aww. I, I don't have any children. Neither do I. I think, Wait, uh, really? Not yet. Oh. Not that I know of. How was your week? I, I love to think of everyone here <laughs> as my children. Aw, like the children of Thanos? That's kind of worrying, That's actually. weird. We're all, we're all secretly adopted. How was your week, Ryan? It was pretty good. Uh, I caught up on some television shows, read a lot of comics, played a lot of Assassin's Creed. I watched Punisher Warzone, which I think I'm the only person here who's seen it. Have you seen it, Sparks? No, How's no one seen this? Pu- just the, the good Punisher movie. I don't get it. Uh, it's the one a Mar- with Dolph Lundgren. Uh, oh God, <laughs> no. The one with Thomas Jane. Oh no, God. Um, the one with the uh, 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 John Travolta. That's the same that's one with Thomas one? Jane. Oh shit. No, um, <laughs> uh, that's John the one Travolta. I watched the. Uh, I watched the other guys, which is a pretty good comedy. Uh, and Ray Stevenson is in it, and I'm like, oh hey, that guy's the Punisher. I haven't watched that in a good fortnight. Uh, so I watched it, and it's pretty good. You said Fortnite. I know. What you I, mean. I heard a lot of. I heard of a lot of not so good things. So I never bothered. Listen, it's it. it is it is it is, it is the Punisher t- uh, movie I wanted after the Thomas Jane one. It wasn't enough Punisher for me. This is all Punisher. Like it's just nonstop gore. Like it's it's a Punisher comic. Uh, it's a Marvel Studios production, but not an MCU film. Yes, it's yeah. it's before it came out. Oh my god, I think it came out the same year as Iron Man. Actually, so two thousand eight. Warzone? Um, I think it did. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a. I I enjoy it. It's a good fun comic book movie. Uh, how was your week? Everyone else, huh. Ben. Why don't you go? Uh, I guess my turn now. Um. So, uh, shoot. What did? Well, what did I, you do? Well, 
I uh, all pretty much I was productive yesterday. I reorganized a part of my room that had a bunch of stuff. I'm going through a whole bunch of my comics, getting rid of a bunch of stuff to make some more space. Mm-hmm. Inspired by me, yeah, is what you said to me. I'm very Inspired. happy. Yeah, because um, I have a shelf here because we're gonna get another one, but I put a whole bunch of like my pops and my move uh, that desk, bro. You can you can get the cube shelves like I said. There is a desk you do not use that has well, stuff on it. Th- yeah, Fanny's. We're gonna probably move that. I have that's Fanny's desk, so I don't have final say. The stop cube stop blaming your girlfriend for everything. Ben. No, no, that's Except her responsibility. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> However, there is there are two shows I started watching this week. <gasps> One of them is Darling in the Franks, which is an anime that I highly recommend. It's really really good. Okay, a little fan servicey, but still really good. It deals with them um, like super far in the future, and these young kids they have to fight these uh these like um techno organic di- dinosaur robots. Ooh, it sounds like cable to save um humanity. Is this Netflix? Like, sounds like the, new, the it's on Hulu. Sounds like the Netflix is, show Kong. Is there any <laughs> gangbang? fan service <laughs> no hey i okay, thought we promised probably not gonna watch it. i thought we promised not to bring this up on the show no but the thing is Did we? i missed that <laughs> but the thing is these kids they're raised only knowing how to like you have a partner and the girl kind of her psyche gets in, turned into the robot whereas the boy that he pilots he helps pilot it so it's like a two it's kind of like it's kind of like a jaeger it's okay. kind of like a jaeger thing but the thing is, these kids were grew up without knowing what love is, what romance is, or what any sort of human action except, hey, you just guys use these robots and save humanity and stuff. So it's actually... It's like Equilibrium where they get rid of emotions plus robots? Yeah. Oh, okay. And right. I, I, I tend to enjoy it. It's actually um uh, a guy I watch on YouTube, Gaijin Gooba, said it was a really good anime, so I mm-hmm. started watching it. It's good. And Star vs. the Forces of Evil season, season 3 is on Hulu, so I nice. may have been up till 6 in the morning watching oh. that. Oh, I also watched Coco. <laughs> Oh, for the first time. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, uh, late to the party. That movie rocks. That is a beautiful movie. Hey. That movie really yeah. rocks, and I cried. And I got Mega Man, Leg- uh, Mega Man uh, Legacy Collection 1 and 2 okay. for my Nintendo Switch, and I fi- last night I was playing it, I finally got to the Yellow Devil. Ooh. I finally beat him. Only because I was oh using the Shadow King from Legion. No, no, the Yellow <laughs> Devil is the like the Yellow Demon in the oh, yeah. first Mega Man game. Yeah, yeah. But only because I kept using that goddamn UI button because he is a bitch. That's and real I, cheaty. It is super. It cheaty. is. It kind of hurts me because that's the first time I've ever gotten to him. Yeah. But he is a bitch and a half, and I've never fought him before. Mm-hmm. So like Ryan, when you and I eventually do a thing. I will beat him. I would love to with, do a thing with you with no rewind. <laughs> is this a game? Dude, game? I love. Cha- oh. I love. Ch- yes, it is. I love challenges. So c- if we can just turn off the, re- the the rewind, that's great. Well, we'll, we'll just not use it. It's just a button you have to push. You just no, can't push I'm it. Break that button off. Please don't. No, I was going to buy me another sixty dollars controller. Sparks, how was your week? <laughs> um, good, mostly uneventful. Yeah. Okay. Good. Did you watch anything? Did you play anything? I <clears throat> doggies. We heard that. I love puppies. There's a there's a dog on that side of the phone. Uh huh. It sounds like he's right next to me. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, what was the question? Oh yeah, did I watch anything? (laughs) I rewatched. I rewatched Fully Cooley because uh, the new season of Fully Cooley started this Saturday. Can you, Sparks? Can you freaking believe that that's coming out? I cannot believe that. We're gonna no, do a fully coolie thing. It's insane that there are two more seasons of fully coolie coming. I'm so excited for that. This oh, like FL, oh, FLCO. That's what that this is, is. This is more than a decade since the last season. Yeah. Yes. That's insane. It's more than a decade. How's that dog doing, Sparks? Sounds like it's dying. That's my stomach. I'm oh. Just very oh. Ah, I see. Oh yeah, Brandon. Thank yeah. you for getting me my Mega Man X and Iron Man uh, figure. Oh, you're welcome. You know, for like a like a very tiny figure, well articulated, very well, yeah. very yeah. nice. I'm Iron a little Man. jealous, I'll be honest. As the Iron Man guy, I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet. Well, of course, Brandon <laughs> saw that had Mega Man X, and he was like, "Up, oh, this is Ben's X. Gonna give it to you." 
I bought a bed. You did buy a bed. Very yeah. excited. You, was, you bought a bed? I bought a bed. You bought a bed. I was sitting there what? with a spring in my butt, and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. This sucks. I need a new bed. Yeah. So are I, you are you off the floor now? No, I'm still on the floor, but on, oh. on a on a better mattress. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love that mattress life too. It's okay. Ni- it's a nice mattress. Nice, uh, nice foam mattress. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Those are the Had best. a really good night's sleep last night. Yeah, it sounds like a baby. Yeah. I got <laughs> I got memory foam in my bed right now, and it's like. Amazing. I don't remember you talking about this. No memory foam. Oh. All right. Well, let's get out of here. I gotta die. I'm gonna go. I gotta let's die. get out of here, uh, please. I read. Man of Steel and No Justice. Oh week. man, I I so many comics. Man of Steel. And Doomsday Clock. So Man of Steel, good. Yes. So good. So yes. Bendis really nails Superman's voice. Yes, one hundred percent. I am still worried about about my super family. I am worried about those two, but my my fears about Rogel Czar yeah are are gone. gone. I yeah. like them. I like gone. Them. Those fears are gone. Uh, I I think Bendis. I have a feeling that Bendis is going to be one of those writers who doesn't use crypto. I feel like he's the exact person to right, but who would want you get to. The, don't you get the, you know there's a couple of writers who like some writers use crypto, some <coughs> writers don't. Yeah. Um I, I feel like Ben is gonna be one of the, one of the ones uh, for the beginning who doesn't use yeah. crypto. I wanna believe. Question I, are we... I think I think that Bendis will only use crypto when he has a good reason to use crypto. Yeah. Kind of like when uh, Grant Morrison used crypto in uh, issue 13 of Action, mm-hmm. when New 52 happened. Yeah. That was a good issue. That was a very good what issue. What were you going to say? No, I was going to ask, are we going to get like regular white dog, medium-sized crypto, or are we getting wolf-sized crypto like from New no, 52? I don't think we'll ever get the wolf-sized crypto nah, again. I want okay, regular so reg- puppy baby. So regular puppy baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. The awesome. white, the thanks, white for using, thanks for using puppy baby. <laughs> yeah, the white lab. Outside of that, I've had a, I've had a week. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I had a week. Yeah. It's it was um <laughs> hey my car broke down so yeah we yeah, all we all got uh, shit yeah no, I, we all I, got shit I was I was sick yeah. um I was sick at the wedding oh uh, you got everyone oh, sick bro. there I was worried that I overexerted myself the next day because I was re- feeling really terrible mm-hmm. but outside of that like my, I've been there I've been so stressed out and yeah just insanely stressed I out. feel that it, it started with it started with a wedding and ended with an emergency therapy session mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know yeah man it happens. what can you do yep uh, but shall we get going it's yeah let's, is it butter time. It's bread and butter time. Oh, I, I was just thinking about eating like a whole stick of butter, though. No, oh. dude. What? Hey, they, they don't judge me. I, do I, I don't. I but sense the judgment in your face. No, uh, I judge you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're a judge, dread. So I am. Oh shit! It's I judgment the, time. I'm the law. It's judgment time. Oh. I am the law. So we're gonna start today with um, some really surprising news. I love surprises. Comicsology, which is the uh, 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 Di- it's a digital service. Digital, uh, digital. Thank you. That was yeah. the word I was looking for. Digital uh, comic book service. Uh, we're all familiar with it. I use it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Did, good, good service. Did Digimon? They yes. they have announced uh, they have partnered with Amazon. They always had a partnership with Amazon. Yeah. Well, Amazon time, bought it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to do print on demand. This is unbelievable. This okay. So I read the I read the article. I'm still tr- so that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. This. So you order a book off Comixology and they'll print it out on not any book, not any, not book. any book. No. So, so like, do you it's, print not, it out? it's <coughs> not going to be a DC or a Marvel. It's it, so what? It, what it is right now is Comicsology oh. original comics. So they're going okay. to actually publish new titles mm-hmm. that you can print on demand. So you print them in your home? No, 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 no. Like you'll buy them from Amazon. It's just like you don't have to worry about being out of stock because I can print it on demand. So here's so so oh. here's so here's a good exa- so here's a good example. Invader Zim on Amazon uh-huh. is made on demand only. Okay. Like if you want uh, if you want the season of Invader Zim, it is made on demand. Wow. Uh, and so you buy it, and they they send you the DVD, but they have ju- they have just made the DVD for you. Yeah. Oh shit! It's to it basically. It, I think it might be the future of just physical media in general. That um, so you never have smarter. And it's, it's smarter and also like 
they've they I'm pretty sure in the article they said like it is just our stuff now, but this is totally open for publishers to incorporate. So my so yeah. so, so there is a double edged sword there. Long term, not short term. Short term, this is great. Yo, man. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. But long term, this is. You know, I'm I still miss Suncoast. You know, you go to Aww, a, Suncoast. you go to a place and you talk about a thing. That's what a comic book <clears throat> shop is. You're, yeah. you're excited to go to I this. Bought, same with videos. All my old Godzilla VHSs. Yeah, there. video same, stores, same. man, are gone. So that's why I said Suncoast. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Suncoast <laughs> is. Sorry. Oh, Suncoast is a video store okay, yeah. um, that closed down when we were younger. It's like a blockbuster. Yeah, I forget yeah. you're younger than me. One, well, one, one year. Yeah, not that much I just grew up in a different city. <laughs> Suncoast. We, we had blockbusters in Texas. We have blockbusters, we have blockbusters here. But we don't have Suncoast down there. Suncoast mm. is on the coast. I'm not on a coast. I'm landlocked. Oh, maybe that was. I've landlocked. Maybe it was. Did you, did you have? Thing. Did you have something that was like a? You know, you go into it. It was specifically dedicated to videos to buy them. No, really. Okay. No, unless it was just like like a movie store, but we'd never had. Well, that's what, saying, that's what I'm saying. A movie, yeah. like a movie store. No, yeah, it's that's like what it was. we had like no, we had Blockbuster and Hollywood Video, nothing like that. Yeah, interesting. 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 Um. Well, so the, so a comic book store is that now. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I and I said I didn't mean to sound so negative. Like I I read the back. It was no, I super it, negative. You're you're bright though. But this is this could potentially signal the end of comic book retailers. Here's it the, could no yeah because like libraries are going down every day. Yes, like people just don't read books anymore. And yeah. even though we love comics, d- comics are very very niche. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 astounding that comic shops can survive as long as they have and they do. Um, it, it this is very scary, but I don't think this is anything that's going to affect the industry for for years. I, I agree. Yeah. I think I think short. It's just term, like Movie Pass. Like it's not going to affect yeah. anything right yeah. now. Yeah. I think short we're, term we're looking at this is a good. This is really good because you, you know, let's say you Ben, mm-hmm. I'm pointing at Ben, uh, <laughs> wants to publish a comic book. You publish it on Comicsology. Mm-hmm. I want to buy that comic book. I can buy it digitally, and I can have it sent to my house. That's awesome. incredible. So that that's what that is. That is that's actually good for young creators yeah, and for independents for, for indies. Yeah, it's like life changing for for. But should should DC and Marvel Marvel go to that formula. Oh, then yeah. we could be looking at, and it's an it's an inevitability. We're yeah. we're going there. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> you know it's sad when I see this mm-hmm. is cool, but it's kind of like oh yeah, this is this yeah. is gonna I'm happen. Still someday. surprised because I remember when Borders shut down because I loved going to Borders. I love Borders. Yeah. There's like, still Barnes and Nobles. There is. Yeah, I'm surprised that Barnes and Noble is still there alive. Are, there are there. There's a couple in the, in L. A. Yeah. Is yeah. there one at Garden Grove still there? Yeah. Okay. Dude, the Borders. There's a Borders right by my house. Mm. There's a Borders here. Mm. I love going to that or not Borders, Barnes and Noble. Is it Borders uh, near nearby Earth to Comics in Sherman Oaks? Really? Yeah. Barnes and Noble or Borders? Barnes and Noble. Barnes oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. No, yeah. So Sorry. Borders died. Yeah, Barnes and Noble is still yeah. alive. Yeah. Barnes and Noble is still like that is the large main chain still doing. Yeah. yeah. Hit me. The, the hit more me Amazon bookstores that open up. <gasps> oh. Noble won't be along for much. Did, Amazon bookstores are real. Uh, I've never heard of that. I've, I've been there. Uh, there's one. Um, oh yeah, I've been to one. There's there's one in 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 um. Uh, it's a it's a it's a Century Mall. I forgot what okay. it's called. Um, so they're opening brick and mortar stores. Yes, and they're oh. selling. It's yeah. like they, they sell books and comics, like a lot of comics. Or? Just books. Just yes, books? they know comics. They sell comics. They do. Hmm. I could. Part of me kind of wants to visit one just a, to see it's it. It's not a vast. It's not a vast, incredible selection, but they do sell comics. Interesting. I. I I for independence, like this is like the best news like possible. Um, and also like. There are a lot of Marvel and DC books that are just out of print that we might never ever get. And if this yeah. is the way to get them back, like holy hell, like it sucks for comic book uh, stores. But like, if I can get a comic from thirty years ago that no one has, like it's amazing. At the same time, like, why would you want to uh, get a physical comic if you just have it digitally? Like that's kind of well, we're, that's we're, kind of like we're the collectors str- though. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's the kind yeah. of thing I struggle with. Like, if I have it digitally, I'm not going to buy it physically. That's why I love yeah. what Marvel is doing with the digital and the, and the the physical yeah. copy. 
Yeah, yeah but that's 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 why it's kind of nice that it's manufactured on demand because for the people who do prefer physical copies, especially like my whole thing is that I have digital comics that I've read where I'm like, uh, when they collect an omnibus of them, I will buy the physical copy because I like them so much I would like to own a physical copy when it's in a Injustice. more full collection. Injustice is a digital only comic that they collect like when the trade is out, and yeah, uh, th- yeah this could be the same thing. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm still old fashioned because I like holding my stuff physically. We yeah. all are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like this my, is why print on dem- this is why made on demand is a good is a good thing. It's it for is people yeah. like us. Yeah, so I could still have this. Even though I'm getting rid of a whole bunch of comic books, I still think, um, like, if I go to someone's house, like, say I go to Ryan's house and I see his giant collection of comic books and video games, oh, yeah. I would think that is a lot more impressive than someone turning something on and saying, "Hey, look at all the stuff I have." It's like, it's, well, of course, it's like. It's, so let me read out what the books that have been announced uh, for that will be made uh, print on demand. So Savage Game by NFL player Ryan Khalil. Interesting. Uh, uh, written by Sean Kittleson and art by Chris B. Murray. Murray? Murray. Murray? Sure. Super Freaks from writers Elsa Cherichiar. Oh, Elsa's leaving the Frozen Land. And, yeah, uh, she's joining up with Rick James. <laughs> man, what is this? What is his name? Pierrick? Hey. Pierrick? Hey, hey. Colin? What's, Colin uh, what's Brandon? A normal name. All Ryan. words are made up. <laughs> uh, Colinette, sure. All right. Uh, artist. Um, Mar- Margo's. This is awful. I hate this. <laughs> 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 Elephant Man 2261, The Death of Shorty. What? Uh, from writer Richard uh, Starkings. Uh, Elephant Man is already a comic. But this is the future. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, An artist, uh, Axel uh, Medellin and Boo Cook. Thank you. Boo Cook. A, a good name. <laughs> Ask for Mercy uh, from some Starkings and newcomer artist, Abigail Jill Harding. Uh, and then they've announced like future future projects from Tyler Crook, uh, Chris, Christian Donaldson. Uh, no, I'm. I don't recognize any hey, of these. Hey Brandon, any of these Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley. There's Tim Seeley. Oh, I recognize him. I, I recognize, recognize him. Name. Sam Humphreys. I know that name. Okay. I'm gonna just read the names I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim Seeley and Sam Humphreys are the only two I know. In uh, this one. Hey Brandon. It's a lot of independent. Seems like yeah. Who's on first? What's on second? <laughs> I don't know who's on third. <laughs> Uh, man, that joke is that that sketch. Who's on third? I've 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 watched that sketch all, so many times. I've showed it to so many different people. Like that sketch is still hilarious. You don't like baseball, but that's an amazing sketch. It's a huge. It's a great sketch. You know that there is actually a, a a player named who he played for the Dodgers. Yes, I remember this. I okay, remember cool. this. What a yeah. great name. Vince Scully called it too. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So uh, should we move on? Yeah. Let's Sparks, move on. do you have anything else you want to say yeah, about Sparks. this real quick? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I. I I think I think manufacture on demand is a good idea for most physical media because I think it's a way to keep physical media alive in an in a digital age. hard to deal with digital age. Yeah, yeah. I, dig I it. agree. For sure. And I'm all for that. I'm all for that. All right. Well, so moving on to some uh, miscellaneous movie news. Jamie Foxx has been cast as Spawn. Ooh. I can dig it. So this Spawn is going to be very different, though. We're not. It's not going to be. This movie's not about Spawn. Nope. He is the he is like the the force of nature that pushes the story forward. Yeah. Um. That uh. So we're not going to see a whole lot of him. It looks. It sounds like in this movie. It's a ten million dollar budget, yeah. which is very low. Yeah, that's a low. We especially for a special effects movie. We yeah. talked about this on the on the uh, right on the drive over over here. Kind of want to see just a Spawn movie. Yeah. But that's like I said, need to triple that budget real quick. Yeah. Is this the one that Tom McFarlane's writing? Yes, or? he is writing and directing this film. <sighs> see, I love Jamie Fox uh, as Spawn. I'm cool with it. But Todd McFarlane, his he's a fine writer. He writes comics fine. Directing, I it's his first time doing it. It's a big studio movie. Like I don't know. Well, Ten million dollars is not a big studio movie. Well, 
that's it's still more than making your own indie. Yeah. Like ten million is still a, a chunk of change, even though we know Spawn's gonna make that back. It's Although just 10, like ten million at this day and age is about minimum for it's like maximum for an indie. Yeah. Yeah. But like this is so this probably this movie is gonna be a lot smaller than I think people are expecting. Yeah. Which is fine with me. As long as you make it good. Uh, I, I think Jamie Foxx is and a, it could a good be choice. One, oh, I talked about this. It could be one of those situations where this movie does really well. The next movie gets a bigger budget. Heck yeah. And we could do more Spawn stuff. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So. Has anyone here read Spawn? No. no. I remember seeing him in the 90s, but I never. I thought he just looked cool, but I never... Of course, my parents never let me buy it. I watched the short. You did. Uh, that was really good, and I told you about it. I forgot what it's called already. Something like the launch... I don't know. Uh, uh, I want to say uh, John Schnepp, like, he directed some like of the animated Spawn show or something. That was on yeah. HBO. The only Spawn I know I, is the movie. Yeah, I, I read it, but not not in a long time. Yeah, same. I was I just thought it was. Uh, I like a wicked crazy art. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest. I like that movie. Oh, the that's like that's uh that pushes American classic. That pushes it. Yeah, like it, it might it might make it, but like it's not good. You know, I keep forgetting there is a Spawn not movie. Good, but man. then I remember that people say, "Oh, it's a good movie." How people say, "Oh, I it's a shitty like movie." I watched it like a year ago with a comic with like a like a uh, comedy. It commentary. does not hold up well. I, I do know it was made in like the mid to late '90s, where the CGI was not good at all. That looks like it had a ten million dollar. Like it looked at the time, it looked amazing. It it's looks like a, that uh, lizard guy from Mortal Kombat. No, 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 no. Even Worse. at the time, it looks bad. No, even at, okay. yeah, no, it's bad. Because like. You can't say of the time it looks good because Jurassic Park came Dude, out. It came out five years before it. Five years after Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park is one of the... It came out like the same time as Star Trek Troopers and that movie still looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jurassic Park still looks amazing. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. yeah by Spawn. To the, another one. The Crow. Ooh. Jason Momoa. This is such a bummer. Crow. He was so excited for it, dude. He was. He he released a statement after Read he it. left. Yeah. Uh, I on Instagram, Jason Momoa uh, tw- uh, posted tweeted. I've waited eight years to play this dream role. I love you, at uh, Corin Hardy, the director who has also left the project, and at uh, Sony Pictures. Unfortunately, I may have to wait eight more. Not our team, but I swear I will. James Obar, sorry to let you down. I won't on the next. This film needs to be set free and to be and to the fans. Sorry. I can't play anything but but what this film deserves, and it needs love. I'm ready when it's right. Yeah. So he has left. Uh, and he <laughs> and the doc. <laughs> okay. So behind the curtain here, Fanny is. Oh, we're in my. We're here at my place. Fanny is watching Riverdale while we're recording, and she's watch. So she's watching. She Riverdale. is not eighteen. No. None but of there's a scene in Riverdale where Betty is stripping. Banging. And so she's in like, it's like, we both read it. I turned to look and we're like, oh, she's shit. She's a very attractive woman, I will say. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, so what do we Ooh. think about Jason Momoa leaving, uh, I'm leaving bummed. the Crow reboot? I'm bummed. Because uh, uh, he, he's been, he's kind of like been, oh, not as much as like a Deadpool Ryan Reynolds, but like he's been attached to this for a long time. And he's like, yeah, man, I really want to do it. But just like scheduling just doesn't work out. Yeah. And the director yeah, he's, left. He's been championing it for a long time. Yeah. I really like The Crow a lot. And the director has also left. Yeah, that's a shame. I've never seen The Crow. It's good. It's good. It's good? I think it's really good. Okay, because I know a lot of people have a lot of love for that movie. And yeah. yeah, that second one's the best, hands down. <laughs> oh. I have not seen it. Edward Furlong plays The Crow, and also um, G- Valderrama. What's his name? Wilder From Valderrama. Wilmer Valderrama, I think, played him, too. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You mean that guy it. from Dawson's Creek? No, the guy from that 70s show, Fez. Oh, shit. That's yeah. Wilderrama. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this is a bummer. It is a bummer. Who knows where I, this will go? I am sure that there is some amount of him like being a fan and wanting to do it right and that kind of thing. But I don't. I, I like Jason Momoa, but I don't necessarily always trust his opinions ever anymore. Ever since he got so argumentative and defensive of Justice League. Oh yeah. So 
<clears throat> but I think I think uh, that character. I think he would have been a good that character. No, I agree. I think that he would have been great. I'm just like his his personal statements on it. I'm I'm I I feel like he's trying to appease something more than he is uh, anything else. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, I just uh, playing devil's advocate. I yeah. I I. I think that he would have been great for it. I feel like he's trying to make it like I don't think he'll ever touch anything crow again after this. To be honest with you, yeah, it's totally likely. Yeah, I got um, it. Well, on the other side, uh, uh, Sonic, the upcoming <laughs> Sonic <laughs> film has a lead. James Marsden has been cast this, as Sonic. This is weird. Teddy, the killer robot from Westworld. This, this now is going to be Sonic. This is odd. This, this is, is weird. Because <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, he's had the same voice actor for a very long time. And and normally when they do things like this, they yeah. get the same voice actor. Yeah, even in the Sonic Boom anime show, it's the same voice actor whose voice is Sonic in like Sonic Forces. Um, the pretty much, I believe it's just been the same voice actor since Sonic 06. Or no. But no, ju- Sonic Gen- Sonic Heroes. That's the same. It's but the just same to guy. just to like you know put a different spin on this, mm-hmm. like when they did Looney Tunes back in action or Looney Tunes mm-hmm. Space Jam, yeah. mm-hmm. it's always the same voice actors. Yeah. Whenever they do a Scooby Doo movie, it's or, always the same voice actors. Mm-hmm. Or uh, even Christopher Robin, that's about to come out. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger are still there. Tigger yeah. is Tigger. Tigger is not. Chris Tigger O'Dowd? is Chris O'Dowd. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Who do, is doing a very good yeah. impression mm-hmm. of Jim Cummings. So right. when the rumors about this movie, like, first I was like, oh, yeah, Paul Rudd's like, going to play the lead and stuff like that. Like, And that has been debunked. He yeah. is not in talks. No, yeah, yeah, but I think, like, everyone was thinking, like, whoever is cast is going to be, like, the lead character. But, like, I think they were trying to find the Sonic, and that's what's weird. Yeah. That's right. So, like, like James... everyone, everyone thought that they were casting for, like, a Brendan Fraser in the Looney Tunes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Action uh, example, not a... Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, I, I really like James Marston as an actor, but he, like, no offense to him, his voice is kind of like an average white guy. He's like not a Paul Rudd or anything. No yeah. offense to him, you and know what I mean? The thing is, Sonic has an attitude. He's He like jokes on Eggman. He talks about how much he loves chili, chili dogs. He always has a quip for um, Robotnik every time they, yeah. they fight. Now remember, he, this is going to be more... Uh, 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 Rocky and Bullwinkle the movie. Yeah, less. true. Less, <laughs> yeah. less of um, classic Sonic television. See, but I want to. I, I want to say like they wouldn't cast him if he didn't do a good audition. So like right. I, they gotta think he's got it, and I really like him. It's just like I've. He was he was like an Enchanted, right? He was big and boisterous. <clears> he that. was funny and Enchanted. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of that. I just all I've seen him recently is like Cyclops and Westworld. <laughs> yeah. Just like man, you're just like dark, dark and down all the time. Uh, right. I don't. I don't know what this movie is. I need to see a trailer. Is it still directed by Deadpool boy? Yeah. Yeah. Tim Miller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he's producing it. He's not directing it. Is right? I thought he was directing it. Um, I thought he was producing it. It's fine. I don't have it. It's fine. Don't have it. It's with fine. Me. But oh man, I, I there has to be a trailer coming out soon for this. I I just need to see what's going on. I don't think they I don't started, think they started filming. filming. I don't know. Anything. Yeah, I don't know how there could be a trailer for it soon when they just announced him as Sonic. No, they haven't started filming, oh, my man. Oh my god. Wait, you know what? Normally they get voice actors. After they filmed the live action bits, remember because yeah, the 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 children of Thanos were all announced like a week before the movie came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's weird. Oh, what well. is it? What is the movie coming out again? Next year, two years, something like that. Oh my gosh, I don't have that either. Uh, all right, and some strange news. Doctor, uh, we got some casting announcement for a film that's odd. What's my, what, what? The film is called Come Away, and it will be it will oh. serve as a prequel to both Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. Oh, boy. Nope. Jodie Foster and David Oyelowo. Have been cast as the two parents, huh? Of Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, and Al- <sighs> sorry, Peter and Alice, who are brother and sister. Peter Johnson. 
Okay. So, so let me. They also, the, they re- oh, I put Jodie Foster here. Sorry, Jod- uh, Angelina Jolie. That's oh. who it is. It has been cast, not Jodie Foster. I'm mm. sorry. No, it's fine. To Angelina Jolie. Uh, all right. It's okay, Brandon. I forgive you. Synopsis. Angelina Jolie, when'd you get here? <laughs> the synopsis reads: Before Alice went to Wonderland, and before Peter became Pan. <sighs> Shut up. That's bad. Let me get through it. <sighs> they were brother and sister. When their eldest brother dies in a tragic accident, Spoilers. they each seek to save their parents, Jolie and Oyelowo, from their downward spirals of despair until finally they are forced to choose between home and imagination. imagination. This sets the stage for their iconic journeys into Wonderland and Neverland. This is this is going to be directed by Brenda Chapman, who directed Brave, and uh, is written by newcomer uh, Marissa Kate Goodhill. How do we all feel about Brave? I like Brave. I like Brave a lot. I don't like it a uh, lot. I, I was going to say, I, you added a lot. I wish, <clears throat> I wish Brave had been the original film it was conceived to be, which was The Bear and the Bow. Yeah, Same. dude. Yeah, dude. Okay. I do like Brave, though. It's a fine film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. well, it's, it's I beautiful. think Brave is okay for a gender-swapped you know, remix of Brother Bear. Fair. Fair. I'll take it. Oh, I yeah, like that. it. Quit telling everyone I'm dead. <laughs> I like it a lot. All right. This is... Uh, what a... What a weird movie! Are they <laughs> trying to make like the like the what would they call it like the this fairy like, cinematic universe? <laughs> this is what a weird movie. Remember, remember Pan? No, this sounds like someone was like, you know I, what? This Pan would be better. Pan it, with with Hugh Jackman. No, I'm kidding. Like, I, no, I know what it is. <laughs> pan would be better if Alice was in it. Here we are now, entertain. Like oh. this is Once Upon a Time in Wonderland meets Pan. Meets also, by the way, there are three Peter Pan prequel movies. One of them is a miniseries, sorry, on sci fi. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. another one, I totally forgot what the name of it, and then there's Pan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why do we keep doing Peter Pan prequel movies? Because, man, I don't know, I don't know it's open, free, what's it called? Open market? Open um, source? Public domain. Public domain. That's the one. Public domain, yeah. Open source is computer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, all right. Hey, look, you know what? I, if it looks good, I'll see it. Yeah. Here's that, the thing. When I because this is the first time I've ever heard of this concept, was when this news came out. If this was described to me as a comic book, like this exact synopsis, I would check out the first issue. Like a Fables kind of thing, yeah. yeah right, I'm of. not going to lie. Like, if you told me this was a comic coming out, I would be interested in picking up the first issue. So if I'm that, that interested, then I'm kind of curious what this movie would be. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to write it off. It could be cool. All right. It's, it sounds – here's the thing. It sounds more creative than – any does, other does Alice it? in Wonderland or Peter Pan movie could be to me right now. Well, I mean, I guess it's not doing like the same old thing, but it's just like no, no, it's not. It's it's there because there's there is something that could be done here. We've definitely seen concepts like this get done before and done well. So yeah. I I'm not I'm not going to write this one off. I think that there is potential for there to be a cool story about the fact that Peter and Alice were related. It's not such an insane stretch. Yeah. They exist it really in the same isn't. time period. They they do, and they exist. They both exist in London, and it's London. Not, it's not that weird to to kind of want to pull these two literary characters together. It's it's kind of interesting to think about. So no. I'm not I'm um, not outright against it. I'm gonna wait yeah. for a trailer. I'm actually with you, Sparks, because I like it when <clears throat> when people tw- twist the fairy tales we know and love into a different direction. I mean, look how much <laughs> I look how much I enjoy fables. But when I first heard it's this, I was like. That is weird, but at the same time, I'm intrigued. I want to see how the how the director and screenwriter can make it so Peter and Alice were it's everything were again, was wrong again. If it looks good, yeah, yeah. I'll see it. It's initially, I'm just like, oh, mm, it's we'll a, it's it's weird. It's mm-hmm. it's out of left field and it's weird. Mm-hmm. But like Spark said, 
no, no one's doing anything interesting with those two properties. Wait, Angelina right Jolie's in it, yeah. and she's also doing Maleficent. Is this she, a Disney movie? No. Oh, okay, that's why. No, the the only the only Peter Pan property right now that I'm interested in is is Disney's going to do a live action of Peter Pan at some point, and and I'm kind of cool with that, whatever, because Disney kind of has their own interpretation of Peter Pan that's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. from everyone else's what and that's you? that's fine and that's whatever but outside of that i have like no interest really in the i didn't care much for either of the disney live action alice in wonderlands Same. and i have no interest mm-hmm. in most of what's being done with peter pan since the last pan film was made um so this is i'm, I'm kind of on board with this granted i'm a huge peter pan fan so it's easy to please me but um I don't know. I feel like I feel like there could be a really fun idea here. I feel like there could be a really cool <clears throat> I feel like there could be a really cool you know thing in the story telling us a lesson about why these two are the ones who wind up going to these different lands, you know? Destiny. Now that we know that they're related. No, I mean not destiny, but like that the fact that there's something that that happens to them almost like if you went to the metaphor of what they're both dealing with. Because both are are kind of metaphors for growing, you know, how they deal with growing up individually, Alice and Peter. Yeah. What this story about the the older brother, what this kind of psychotic break could mean for those two kids. There's mm. there is potential for something interesting there. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on then. Ooh. Uh, Walking Dead. Ooh. We don't really talk a whole lot about it on the show. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of us don't actually watch it. I stopped watching it. None of us watch it. Yeah. I I watch it. You still watch it? Bless your heart. I do. Benny tried. I stopped after season two. <clears throat> Me too. You know, because I, I, once I got caught up, it was easy to stay caught up. Yeah. So, uh, no, I've oh, been I, watching it. I was caught up. I, I, just, I just don't enjoy it anymore, to be honest. I, I wanted to see up to the end of the Negan stuff, at least. Uh, yeah. I watched that last episode. Well, I know who dies. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, the lead, yep. Rick, mm-hmm. is leaving the show. Can't protect him, Rick. Ooh. Uh, he'll be in six seasons in the next episode. Ne- he'll be in six episodes in the next season. Yeah. Uh, and after that, he's gone. That's uh, and also, uh, uh, um, uh, what's what's Maggie's character's what's Maggie's uh, Lauren, actress name? Lauren, Lauren Cohen. Cohen. Uh, she's Lauren Cohen. Yeah, she's yeah. been rumored for a while to also be leaving the show. Yeah. So that's like the two one of the, she, like the two leads. She is cast in another show next yeah. year. Yeah, and so she's she's said to only be in six episodes next season, and uh, not long after that was being talked about for a while because the big thing is uh, it said Lauren Cohen went to another show because she doesn't get paid enough. Oh, man. Uh, on The Walking Dead, she doesn't get equal pay, and so that's one of the reasons why she was looking at another show. That's what that's what has been talked about for a while. That sucks. Um, and so now it seems Andrew Lincoln is also following this path. Now, and leading uh, the show. they're looking for a new lead uh, uh, to lead the show, and so they're offering Daryl. <laughs> uh, apparently, they are offering uh, Norman Reedus mm-hmm. more money uh, so that he can take over the the role God. of the lead on the show. Here's what I fear. Makes sense. Here's what I fear. Uh, Sparks, have you read the comics? Uh, I am. I have, but I am not caught up to where they are anymore. Neither am I. But like, have you caught up to like the Negan stuff, like where they are now? In the no, that's what I mean. Like where the television show is, I am not. They have now in the show past where I was in the comics. Um, I so I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I'm worried that they're gonna make like Negan the main character of the show, and that's gonna ruin what those what. So uh, Rick beats Negan. Spoilers for last season, whatever. Uh, but like, what they go through in the comics is so strong and powerful, and I'm really scared they're just gonna like turn Negan into like now I'm the good guy because Rick sacrificed himself. And I'm like, that is the opposite of what they should do. I'm just like, uh, I stopped watching the show. Uh, I'm probably not going to. Especially yeah. since um, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Andrew Lincoln has been the driving force for a lot of people to watch the to watch Walking He's Dead. He's really good, man. He he is. That's essentially that's He's the him. driving force for me not watching the show. I really hate him. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Did did you hate him that much in Love Actually? No, I don't care about uh, <laughs> I, I don't care about him in Love Actually. I just I really don't like Rick. Really? Yeah. I'm like actively against Rick but, in but, the show. But why? Most of the time he's a really, really he's good guy. He's very annoying to me. That's so weird. Girl. There's so many worse characters on that show. That's weird. Girl. Can't protect him, he's, Rick. He's not He's not an attractive lady. That's mm, no gangbang. That's no. what it is. Uh, no, Come no. on, guys. <laughs> We're a family but, show. But, <laughs> but yeah. still, this is, a, this is a big blow to Walking Dead because I... I've been wondering if how long Walking Dead was going to run because a bunch of people would complain about there's like nothing there's like the beginning of the season is amazing well, the Robert middle sucks Kirkman, and then the end of the season is amazing. Robert Kirkman has said that the show will end after the comics and he did recently announce that the comics are coming to an end. Yeah, and like a hundred more issues. No, he didn't say that was that long. Still, well, quite a bit of issues. It's not like oh yeah, two three three more issues. <coughs> and I'll probably done. get to two hundred, which is like another year or two probably. Probably. Uh, um, you 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 have not. You haven't watched the show for a while, right, Ryan? No, I haven't. Wa- I stopped watching what, like, the beginning of this new season. No, no, okay. no. I, I honestly don't even remember. I watched the end with with Rick and Negan. What happened with them? I, so after that, I don't remember. Like so the, no. the famous ending of that season where we didn't know who died after Rick no. just like banged Lucille over. Uh, no, sh- can I say it? Since no. everyone knows, no, that's dude. That's like way far ago. They were not talking about that now. Right. Uh, uh, so wait, wait. I, I only have a question. My question was, did, did you watch up to like the Carl stuff? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. See. So if that's the thing that they use to kind of trigger Negan's taking over, if that was it, I wouldn't be. I, I don't think I'd be against that actually. I, the way that they played it in the show. Yeah. And and he is really true to what Negan is in the comics, but I, I just I, uh, I guess they have to differentiate from the comics some way. But I, I really like the Rick and Negan stuff a lot in the comics, man. But it's, yeah, it, I nope. get that. Yeah, it's it's all right though. They gotta they gotta do what they gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> all right, let's move on then. Yeah. The video game news. Oh, I don't play uh, this. Last last week, you guys did a whole thing on video games. Perfect timing because it's literally one week later when all these things we talked about are uh-huh. coming out. I, uh-huh. I love it. All right, so they've. Uh, do you want me to just blow them out and then we'll talk about them as we? Uh, no, just do like one at a time because they'll right. just be fast. Yeah. Fallout seventy six. So yeah, I yeah. I said there wasn't gonna be a new Fallout game. Nope, there is. There sure new... is. Man, you both just like immediately did like radio host. All right, so let's. What's up, buddy? Well, this is kind of what we're doing. We are uh, all four of us are radio hosts essentially. So uh, Fallout seventy six is not a traditional Fallout game. It is not a, f- a it is not a uh, single player open world game. It is a multiplayer survival game like Rust or H one Z one. Uh, where it's about survival and staying alive, and you can die and lose all your stuff. Uh, so, Ray of Player One, essentially. <sighs> yes, I guess. Kind of, sort of, but set in the Fallout universe. <laughs> He's just like, I'm trying I to guess. I'm trying to contemplate. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because in, in the movie Ray of Player One, you get all your stuff, but if you get game over, you lose everything. Yeah, so, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting approach, and I don't think anyone really expected this from Bethesda because they don't really focus on multiplayer shit. Well, they've been doing a lot with Elder Scrolls Online. Well, that game's been out for like three years. True, like th- true. Th- that's their thing. But like, this is going to be another, a uh, very different multiplayer game. Well, Bethesda is known for two. If the two biggest names in Bethesda are Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Um, so I, so having Fallout seventy six come out as their version of the Fallout um, MMO, essentially, it's, it's not an MMO. That's what's different. Oh, it's not. No, it's it's. So have you ever played like? Oh, you haven't. It's like Ark Survival, where like it's like a server of like fifty people, okay. and everyone can kill each other, oh. and it's like it's like just straight multiplayer. 
It's like that it's, it's, it, there's not like a real story, but they said this type of game is gonna have a story, okay. and none of those other games do. So it's really fascinating how they're gonna incorporate stories with multiplayer. We'll find out what's the next game. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, oh Brian, your time to shine, buddy. <laughs> Remember last week I was like, hey, let's. I was talking about how like uh, Cleopatra gave you like Xerxes' blade, or like, hey, this yeah, is the blade that killed Xerxes. The blade that killed Xerxes. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that'd be really cool if they did some like Greek mythology, like uh, uh, Spartan bullshit. Hey, guess what? I just got announced. Literally, literally yeah. three days later. It's awesome. Um, well, um, Bungie was it Ubisoft? Not no, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, yeah. not Bungie. Bungie, that's that's Halo. God damn it, Ben. You're fine. Um. Uh, bun- no. Yeah, goddamn it, Fuck. Ben. Ubisoft, baby, you got it. <laughs> Ubisoft, Spartan sorry, kicks, baby. Spartan swore, kicks. I'm sorry. They put out a still of a Spartan kick, and they're like, "Hey, it was hey, a gif. It wasn't a still. It was a gif. It wasn't. It was a gif. Yeah, it was a gif. He he took the picture oh, of it as oh, yeah. it was. All right, but it was a gif of a Spartan kick, and of course, Ryan's like, "OMG!" So it's a straight sequel to Origins. I haven't beaten Origins, but I'm really close to it. I'm like 25, 30 hours in. Uh, I'm really excited uh, because it takes place in Greece. I'm probably gonna be more boat combat like four, mm-hmm. which is my favorite game. Uh, Assassin's Creed game, Mass Effect Two is my favorite game. Praise you. Uh, I'm really excited for this game. Hell yeah, baby! What's next? Yeah, I like I like the choices that they're making with Assassin's Creed lately. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, it's better than releasing one a year and having me mediocre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Call and, of Duty. And that they've gotten they've gotten really uh, the the decision to go to Egypt like fascinated me the moment they announced it, um, and I'm really glad that they're getting that kind of like you know, let's go really different with our games. That like they're trying to make them very unique from each other. And and like I said, like I've been saying, like this game does not play like any of the Assassin's Creed games. It plays like a Dark Souls or like The Witcher. It's like right, a hardcore right. RPG, which is not I, something I, I expected. I think that's a great idea. It's great. Uh, well, another one that was announced was Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Also, Pokemon Quest, yeah. which Pokemon is the mobile Quest, game. Yes. Also, um, Pokemon Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Evolve into. I didn't, I didn't know you were in a Pokemon game, Brandon. Uh, no, I'm not. No. He's an NPC. Uh, these are. I named my Charmander after him. Aww. <laughs> these are not the main Pokemon games, uh, but they are remakes of Yellow and Red. That's awesome. Correct. Well, red, red, blue, and yellow. So close enough. It's kind of like an amalgamation of all of them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: you can use it's. You can use this game in. Direct junction with Pokemon Go. Direct junction. Well, direct conjunction, junction. You know conjunction. What conjunction. <laughs> Thank you, Sparks. Direct conjunction with Pokemon Go. So if you still have a Pokemon Go account, which is me, yeah, and you can use that to like help train. You could um, it the way you catch Pokemon in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is exact is like you just use you just need one Joy-Con. You could also yeah. get a you could also get get a Pokeball a Pokeball, a Pokeball cool. controller. You could take it around. It's and this isn't the this isn't the Pokemon game that was teased. No, this isn't this like is the main actual Switch mm-hmm. RPG. Yeah, it's like a it's like a sidestep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a game. I can see this as a design to hold us over until that. Hell yeah! But still, you get to it's a way that you can use Pokemon Go and your Switch, and it's and you can still do you could trade, have Pokemon battles, and all that yeah. good stuff. Wasn't wasn't Pokemon Sun and Moon? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I know I've been asking this a lot. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Pokemon Sun and Moon similar? Like 3D running around uh, cities and talking to people and Sun and Moon is a um, classic Pokemon. Yeah, game. it's top down. No, but no, I'm not talking like, um, what was the what was the last one that came out on the DS? You want Vamp? I'm gonna look this up. So I don't know why I keep okay. So guys. so like Pokemon Red, Silver, all those they were like sprite based, but they're still top down. Well, I think Sparks I, is gonna say. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Sparks? I, I think. Well, I think this is a great idea incorporating a console game where you can uh, apply your Pokemon Go Pokemon and. Go out hunting Pokemon and then bring them into your console game. That's see here's a, what, here's a what genius. Next here's step. what confuses me a lot. 
if we're incorporating our Pokemon Go Pokemon, so are you telling me that when I start the game, I can have a Dragonite and a Mew and all that stuff? Because that doesn't seem like it should work that Only way. Only the Kanto Pokemon. You can't have any of the other regions. Doesn't Dragonite? True, Dragonite. That's what I'm saying. Like it's all. I, I feel like I feel like there might be like a level system to where yeah. you can access your Pokemon. But yes, I do think that is essentially how it will work, which, which makes a lot of sense. I, I think that's an awesome thing to do. I well, think right. So Pokemon, think Pokemon Stadium a little bit. Remember Pokemon Stadium back on the N64? Yes. But where you can like, bring your own Pokemon in yeah. the game, but for certain cups, there were level caps. So if you, you can't, Go into the the easiest cup yeah. with level ninety nine legendaries. You can't do that. No, I I understand that, but my thing is this is a a traditional Pokemon game where is this not the same thing? Yeah, that's Sun and Moon. That's yeah, that's when you go into a building. It goes like a it goes like a panoramic view, but yeah. when you exit the building, it's top down. Okay, yeah, because I remember I remember watching my girlfriend at the time. Uh, like she, you know, she's running around the city, and she's yeah. got like uh, she got skates. And, no, it's behind her. It's, it's it, the camera. The camera yeah. is behind her, and she's got skates, and she's running around the city. I, th- is that not the same thing that we're talking about now? It, 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 I, I know what you're saying. It is, but like, it is still a traditional top-down game where you go in between buildings. It'll do that view from behind or from the side. It changes perspectives, but it is not a Breath of the Wild open-world game. Right. It is still a regular Pokemon game that changes. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't really see the difference. Uh, <laughs> Man, I thought I explained that really well. Like, it's, no, it's, it's, it's just... It's just I've, I haven't played a Pokemon game since Silver... Yeah. Sil- yeah. Silver They're all the exact okay. same, just camera changes, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited, though. I So am I. I mean... I'm going to buy a Switch now. I still use my... Po- I still play Pokemon Go, so this is just like... See, e- I, see, like, you start Pokemon, and you already have literally all 150 already, so are you just going to bring all 150 as, like, level ones? Like, that's it seems, like, like crazy. Maybe. That seems crazy to me. Like, where's the fun I, if you click, click it, them already? It, it, It'll be interesting to see how it works out. It'll be interesting to see how how I feel like just like how there was kind of a learning curve to like how best to utilize Pokemon Go, and I think they still are kind of figuring that out. And this yes. is part of it. I think there will be a learning curve to how this will apply and what you can do with it in a social networking sense. But I do think it is a very smart next step for yeah. how to keep Pokemon Go active and how mm-hmm. to relevant. Uh, you, I I think that's great because I'm like, wow, I can collect Pokemon for the console game I want to be playing by also playing the app game. That's really awesome. I can be, I don't feel like I have to do like so many different Pokemon things. It's kind of like all yeah. the Pokemon things are coming to one place. Yeah, but here, but Also, I, it's two players. So two people can yeah. play on, one person gets a single Joy-Con when you're playing on the Switch and you can, and it, as long as you have both your accounts connected to that one Switch, you're fine. All right, so we've all played Pokemon Go. We all have a lot of Pokemon, right? Yeah. My, my thing yeah. is that they haven't really answered is when you start that game, Pokemon is about collecting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. If you start the game with all the Pokemon collected, what's the point? That's what my problem is. That's what okay. I'm trying to figure out. And I'm sure they found a way that we just, they haven't told us yet. Yeah. We'll know more right. three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fascinating. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, what am I excited for? Digimon! What am I excited, I'm excited for? What? Lego DC superhero super villains. Uh, I'm so stoked. I love the Lego games. You do. Uh, the Lego Batman series, Lego Batman one, two, and three, uh, were great. And this Beyond is Gotham. this is basically like you play as the Injustice League, Forever Evil, uh, Joker, and all the like. All the heroes are gone, and there's like a wannabe oh. hero group that's out called the Justice Syndicate. And you play as the Injustice, the Injustice League, and you fight them. And Isn't Justice Syndicate the the bad guys? No, that's the Crime Syndicate. Thank you. Yeah, that's Crime Syndicate. Got it. They wouldn't be called the Justice. Syndicate. Well, no, that's why I thought it was like a, a different. You know, no, it's like, so the, so they call themselves the Justice Syndicate because the Justice League is gone, mm-hmm. and so you play as the bad guys like Joker and Harley and Deathstroke, Killer Croc, and, uh, Killer Croc. Like all, uh, I'm assuming all the villains. Uh, it looks really good. I'm really excited for it. Steve Bloom is the voice of the Joker. Can't wait once to, again. to uh, play as the Clock King. 
I hope the clock Dude, king is in this. They are so good about uh, incorporating like the Z-list characters, especially the like the, this isn't all villains. Yeah. We're gonna see like the worst stuff. I'm so excited. I, oh. I want like Con- Bizarro Cat. I want Condiment King. Yeah, Condiment <laughs> because they mentioned yeah. him oh, dude, in yeah. Lego Batman. Dude, Kite Man's gonna be flying around. Thank you, Tom King. No, they mentioned the Condiment King in Lego Batman, and they, did. they even. I, stri- I think it'll show up in here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Jo- and uh, Zach Galifianakis' Joker Stramp says, "No, he's real. Look him up." No, he, you know he, the, the joke is he's naming all these Z-list characters mm-hmm. like Kite Man and. Fel- Flamingo Man, or the Flamingo, or whatever his name Kite, is. Did Great. you say Kite Man? Kite Man, yeah. Kite Man, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, Kite yeah. Man's great. Tom King, yes. Kite yes. Man, the Flamingo. Calendar uh, Man. King, Calendar Man. And the, the pilot says, are you making some of those up? And he goes, no, Google it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm sure we'll see a lot of those villains. Uh, the game comes out October 16th. Okay. Two weeks after Mega Man 11. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Speaking of Mega Man. <gasps> what? Team Sonic Racing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I haven't played... Hey, here's the thing. I haven't played any of those games, but they are. They have really, really... Uh, they're well-regarded. No, they are the, very the good Sonic games. Kart Racing games, funny enough, are somewhat better regarded than some of the mainstream yeah, Sonic games. that's what I've that's heard. That's a bit of a problem. <laughs> I heard uh, Sega All-Star Racing or whatever, where it's like all of the games put together. Yeah, is Sega like, All-Star Racing is, is a actually, really great game. It's actually pretty good. Wreck-It Ralph is in that game, too. <gasps> yep. It's breaking the internet. Yeah. Sounds awesome. No, but um, so this no, new he's going turbo. <laughs> yeah. So this new Sonic racing game, it's gonna have like probably a whole bunch of Sega classic Sega characters. Sega. Like, no, yeah. it's it's only it's only Sonic people. It's only Sonic it's characters. Not, it's not Sega. Yeah. Aww. That sucks. I know. Yeah. Is Archie gonna show up? Archie's not Sega. Because Sonic is was owned by. Oh, I don't know. He shows up in like a Volkswagen, like, what are you doing here, Archie? <laughs> they, they totally, they totally like race place that's Riverdale, but not Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. Stream World, no, but um, all right, yeah. It's once again, it's just a riff on Mario Kart. Yeah. So uh, if it's good, maybe. But I tell you what, I am excited for Mega Man Eleven. Oh yeah, I didn't put that on there. Yes, yeah, because they're tell us. Yeah, they have new trailer. A, there's a new trailer for it. It was the pre-order trailer, and they in, they're implementing a new mechanic into the game. So it's still classic side scroller Mega Man. Slow mo. Well, it's called the double gear system. Metal so gear. what this is, it's that one gear can slow down time, but you have a sh- you only have like a certain amount of time where you, you can build slow it up. down. Yeah. So if it gets too far, your pr- your health bar is probably going to low, so you can't constantly use it. Mm-hmm. And another gear powers up your Mega Buster. So like, say you're fighting this boss, and there's like, and he only has like a little bit of health left, and you're almost dead. So it's like you could hit the double gear, power up your Mega Buster, and just destroy him in like one or two shots. Yeah, at least like all your it, it's risky, but like you you release all your energy yeah. in one shot. And also like look, spirit bomb. Yeah, and also it looks like the double gear system can also help affect when you get other robot masters. Also, it looks like there's a store in this game, which is I think new. Well, no, that's actually been around for a while. Has in it a, really? Oh yeah, I'm in not a Mega bunch Man of, in a bunch of, in Mega Man seven through nine. They started putting these screws in the game, but you, where you have to go and get them, and then you can go, and then once after you like you, you get through a stage or you beat a boss, yeah. you go back to like your home screen, Doctor Light's lab, yeah. give the screws to Otto, and he'll make new oh, um, equipment for you. Oh man, it's been a while. I played nine when it came out on the Wii. I think it was the Wii. Yeah, it was the Wii. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up before we um, move on? Let me think real quick. Let me think. Um, there's been some rumblings about us. Uh, 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 oh no, Splinter Cell. Like how like they haven't released anything, but like it's like oh, do guys, it's get ready for it. It's happening, and I'm that's the one I'm most excited for. Splinter I Cell. did hear rumor though for the PS4. <sighs> Once again, it's just a, just a rumor. Yeah. I meant about anything, not just about video games. By the way. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. oh yeah. Well, this rumor might be a pretty big thing. Is it? So there's a rumor going around that E3, Sony is going to release, um, mm. the, they're going to say, hey, we're, gonna, we're working on an update, a system update, not a new console, where after you update your PS4, 
you be that the regular one or the pro, it's it will become backwards compatible for PS2 and PS3 games. Oh, welcome to Xbox four years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if this is true, PlayStation Sony's just go with E3. Unless Nintendo can pull something big out of their hat. I, I'd be down. Yeah. I'd love to see oh, that. Because yeah. I have a huge collection of PS2 games in my cupboard, and Same. I would love. Anything else before we move on? To, to like, the main topic? Uh, yeah. Y'all, oh, shit. y'all are Brendan Fraser fans, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, Trust just ended this uh, past week, and uh, Brendan Fraser was excellent on it. I just wanted to let you know. That's I think that we could amazing. potentially see more of him in the future because... Uh, uh, I did not songs? expect his. Ca- I did not expect his character to become as vocal as he did at the end of the series. Cool. Sure. Oh, is that is, he trust- plays the Mark Wahlberg character in uh, All the Money in the World? Can you imagine ben- Brendan Fraser in Transformers? I think I found a Transformer. <laughs> Evie. Actually, you know what? Yeah, dude. He would have. He would have been really good. Yeah. Yeah. Evie. Because you. Because whenever, he, no matter what he's in, he commits. Yeah, you're right. He's like The Rock. He's like The Rock. He does commit. That's why. Okay, I, now uh, I want to see a Brendan Fraser rock movie. Journey oh. three, Journey uh, three, guys, Journey, the Mummy two, Journey three, <laughs> the Mummy t- returns. <laughs> Journey. No, three. I mean like one where they're like you know buddy buddy. Yeah. Journey three. Journey to the Center of Earth three. Yeah, I didn't okay. know Brendan Fraser was in that. In the, he was in the, first, in one. the first one. The yeah. Rock's in the second one. Yeah. They're Journey cool. three. Mm. Oh, you mean make it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm okay. Uh, all right, let's move on then. Let's do it. Time now for our main topic. Uh, we're a week late. But here we yeah. are. Solo, a Star Wars story has arrived in theaters. We're uh, not solo. We're all here together. I said solo, a Star Wars story. Did you not hear me? Oh, oh. I thought this was... Uh, go on. Han, what's your people's name? Wait. Uh, fake, you know, wait, fake, wait, fake nerd. Wait. Mm. wait. Han, fake Hold nerd on. podcast. Hold I like on. it. Wait. Spoilers from here on out. If you have not seen this movie, uh, go, to the, go to the theaters, go see this movie, and come back. Uh, everything is time-coded below. Uh, so it, from this point on, spoilers. But if you want, okay. but if so, you want to see the movie, but if you don't want to see the movie, but you want to hear spoilers, then we will not judge you. Hey guys. Uh, so when I first went and saw this, my friend was sitting next to me, and he, I was like, "So how do you feel about how this is going to go?" And he turns to me and he's like, "You know, my standards are set so low." And everybody around him just started groaning and reacting, and he did not get it. And he was like, what? And I'm like, you did that on accident? And he's like, what? And I'm like, so low? And he's oh, like, he starts busting up, and he's like, that was an accident. <laughs> Sorry, that was such a nice moment. Well, I see, I groaned also during this movie in multiple points. Yeah. For a very different reason. ATSTs. Well, you, were, you were groaning about this movie ever since this movie was announced. Look, I do think this point movie is is useless, and this movie had has done nothing to change my mind on that. Uh, however, uh, let's start with the positives because I do. Look, I I cannot say I didn't like this movie because uh, there's a lot in it I do like. Mm-hmm. I actually really like the performances. I do too. I love the I actors. Too. Same. I think Alden Ehrenreich. Uh, I think we are all, we are all in agreement. Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich surprised us. He did. He did a good job. I, I like him a lot. You said he had a nice smile, and I agree. He, he has does. a very nice smile. Yeah, he, he yeah. does. At, at first, it was really hard for me to see him as a young Han Solo, but I see it now. He's got the swagger. He does. Yeah. There, there are moments where I feel like it doesn't work, but for the most most of the time, I feel like it does. There are moments where I feel like. He, it's almost like he loses whatever he's been keeping consistently to be like Han throughout the film, and all of a sudden there's a moment where I'm like, okay, that, that didn't feel like, like Han. they chose like the wrong take or something. <clears throat> like that's not consistent. Yeah, that or that or like the line just is delivered in a weird way, and I'm like, okay, that yes. didn't feel like it was delivered by the same Han that I saw a second ago. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I I agree. 
Um, it's wait. almost it's almost like an actor like going in and out of an accent. Oh, he's and not he's not Scarlet Witch. No, but I mean like most of the time he's on it. Yeah. But every now and then there's a moment that like dips out of it, and I'm like, whoa, what? I'll agree. Like I I said, those things in the, like some of the humor doesn't really land for me. Like you know, there's a bit in the beginning where he has a rock and he's like, this is a thermal detonator, and he goes. To make the click, and, um, is that a rock? And I'm like, that's that's. I, I like. I can't it. imagine. I can't, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like. I like it. That's some Lord and Miller shit, right there. But there's yeah. no world that I can imagine Harrison Ford doing that. No. And like, and coincidence, and also, I, I don't. No, I, I mean, could totally see Harrison Ford. Yeah. Doing I don't need him talking Wookie. Yeah. I thought that was really dumb. Uh, I'll I will disagree on the. Harrison Ford thing because uh, he he's been goofy in those original movies, but uh, the Wookiee thing, the second time I saw it, I wasn't. I was like, oh, all right, that's fine, whatever. It's yeah. my first. Thought I was like, how? Where did he learn it? A he, little bit. Uh, an elective. I <laughs> but I, I, it doesn't. Yeah, it's just it's just for some reason like again like I uh, my gauge is could I see Harrison Ford doing this potentially? Uh, and maybe my perception of Harrison Ford is different than my perception of Han Solo. Um, Harrison Ford's a big old. He doesn't care about Star Wars at all, right? Nope. And so maybe I'm just projecting that. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that I'm like, I can't ever see Harrison Ford. Like I could never see Harrison Ford. Going, Here's the thing. Try try to remember Harrison Ford. You know, early Star Wars, early in Forty Indiana years Jones. Like you know, remember him when he was doing like the we're all we're all fine here now. That's Thank exactly you. what I said. Yeah. But the, but he's, he's that's he's a different lot. humor. To me, no, I get, I get it, but I mean, like, I could totally see him doing it. Yes, I could. Also, this is written by like the guys who like wrote Star Wars, so like, I don't think there's anyone better to. I think like they know Han Solo better than we do. <coughs> mm-hmm. So like, everything in this movie for me, everything worked for me. It, like, I believe I believe this I Han Solo. I didn't mind him speaking Wookiee because I felt like it was. I, I thought it was in there the appropriate amount of time. It maybe could have gone a little shorter, but like. I, I took it as him trying to get Chewie's attention. That didn't bother me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Lando was was excellent. He's my favorite. Is he? Donald Glover is my absolute favorite in this movie. Uh, I think he was really great. I, you know who was my favorite? And I think actually Sparks, you and I agree on this. L three. Chewie. Oh, Chewie. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think Chewie I has a great arc in this movie. He does. We, uh, we, we get to see Chewbacca, like, unchained. Mm-hmm. We get to see him, like, really let loose. Yeah. And he's got a great emotional heart in this we movie. We get to see him rip someone's arms off. Yeah. We do. We do. Credit, credit, due, credit due to the new actor taking over for Chewbacca. I think he yeah. does a great job. He, dude, he, um, is, he is, like, a young kid, and he is so effing excited to be yeah, Chewbacca. He's, he's so he's cool. Really, he's really personified him well. Yeah. I, I told this to Brandon, so I'll tell it to you guys. Um... The first time I saw Solo, I was not, I just wasn't getting into it. I wasn't getting into it for the first 15 minutes or so. And then the moment Chewbacca showed up and started doing things, I was like, oh, okay. I did not realize how much I wanted a movie where Chewbacca was a main character with like full on development and everything. Yeah. I am on board now. Now that I've had that, I'm especially, totally especially after the last couple of movies we've got, he's not really prominent, which yeah. he should be. Yeah, Chewie. Uh, this is the, so this actor who's playing him in this like, movie uh, is uh, is is also him in Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. It's just in both those movies, Peter Mayhew also plays him. Yeah. So they alternate. Yeah. They alternate. He has like the stunt work. But basically. now, yeah. but now Peter Mayhew is retired and way too old. Yeah. And yeah. so now it is now it is just this guy, and I would not even attempt to pronounce like, the name. Jonas. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Jonas. Uh, it's Jonas. I, Jonas. I know. It's, I know his first name is Jonas. Jonas. 
and and like connected to the Chewbacca thing, I liked Alden's Han best when he was interacting with Chewie. Yes. Oh yeah, same. Yes. Oh, yeah. Whenever Alden was was interacting with Chewbacca, I was like, yeah, this is how. That's when he felt the most like Han. Exactly. Him. Yeah. This is like okay, like even the last scene of the movie where they're flying a tattoo, and he's like, "What have I ever seen you wrong?" I was like, "That's something Harrison Ford would probably say yeah. and do." Yeah. yeah. I agree. And either way, I love like, the moment that that bit where they're in the club and and Chewbacca says the thing and he's like, "We're just friends." And he then Chewbacca growls again and he's like, "You're, you're touchy. touchy." I'm like, "That's so <laughs> fun and Chewie. Yeah. That's perfect." Or even yeah. when Chewie's about to give him a drink and he already has one, he just downs oh, two shots and he himself. has like yes, like the, yes, the, the so wet good. beard. <laughs> yes, Dude, Chewbacca's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I can I just say, am I can I ask, am I wrong in thinking that there's an alternate Chewbacca design in, in Empire? What do you mean? Okay, I seem to recall that Chewie. Has like, you know how we see him, we've seen him in in the last in the last three Disney films that he's been in. He's his hair has been back. I'm fairly certain in Empire he's got Checking. like hair over his eyes. Let me look real quick. I don't. I could be crazy, but Maybe. I seem to recall this. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, well, Ryan is looking it Ryan, up. Ryan's um, looking it up. But yeah, uh, Chewie uh, has a lot of my favorite work in this in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's the one line. The one. Sorry. Go ahead. You know, uh, the, the the one line that that I think I also groaned at was like, "Your name's Chewbacca." Oh, I gotta give you a nickname. That's one syllable less. Like, yeah, give me a break. Uh, so, so that didn't that didn't bother me. That really? Much, to be honest, didn't bother me. No, either. no. I I thought about like I, again, like that felt like something that Harrison Ford's Han Solo would do. Like the first time he meets Chewbacca and learns his name, and he's like Chewbacca. Well, he, we gotta come up with a nickname because I'm not gonna say that every time. Um, uh, like that that doesn't that doesn't feel out of out of Han's reach to me. Hmm. Is that a look? Is that different? Is that different to me? He might just like di- didn't get a haircut that that year. You know what? I don't know because I remember that scene in Empire where like where he's also older though. But he lo- but like I think I think in Empire specifically in, in Empire Return I think they made him look cute. Um, and I think they did that because George Lucas was high on the like oh let's get cute in here. Yeah, Come you're on. right. Because no, I remember sure. the scene on Hoth and Empire where they're going where they shot down the uh, surveillance droid. Like his hair was back, yeah, but it was windy. It, it, it is coming back to me that in uh, Empire they, I, I don't know, maybe <clears throat> I don't know. It's been a while since it has been a while since I seen the trilogy. But the yeah, I, I, I seem to recall. I, th- I think that I think that was a thing. But anyway, it doesn't yeah. actually matter. Yeah. yeah. Um. It w- so when he's talking about when we, when Chewie is talking like, hey, what's your story? And he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and like he's like, what do you say? And he's like, I he, he said you want his he's like Empire has enslaved. Has enslaved uh, everyone. Uh, well, he's from Kashyyyk, and he wants yeah. to find his. I, I don't know if it was family or tribe. And Beckett yeah. just goes, "What's the difference?" I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that was that's, a good scene. Wow, I like Beckett a lot in this. I like Woody Harrelson a lot in this movie. No, even yeah, the yeah scene, I thought I thought Beckett was a great character. Yeah. So even when they were in the scene on Kessel, and then Chewie saw the other Wookies, he went to go rescue them. I'm thinking, okay, this is good. This is good. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, how? He's, is he going to decide to come back? Oh, obviously he does. Oh, actually, actually, that's a good. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I like that they're moving away from the life debt thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that they're that they're making it that he's just like his indentured friend. servitude. Yeah, they're just best buds. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was a there was a big thing like in the original EU it was like he had a life debt with Han, and that was a whole thing uh, because he saved saved. It's like a him. that's like a Wookiee thing, right? Yeah, yeah. and so in yeah. uh, a Wookiee, and when they did the Last Jedi, and Chewbacca was still there, like I had there was a. Good portion of fans who are like, it's stupid because Chewie would never stick around because he has a life. He was a life that is no longer life. That I'm like, it's his friend. Yeah. yeah. Also, that stuff doesn't yeah. exist anymore. 
No, I, I, I think, I think it's great that they abandoned that idea. Yeah. I never liked the Life Dead idea. No, I never even that. heard the Life Dead until today. It's like I just in the original. Yeah. I, I always thought that Han and Chewie, they were just two friends, kind of like uh, Boba and Black Kassan in the oh, comic books. Oh, yeah. Black or Satin. Black or Satin. Thank you. I love Satin. I, I believe that that. I, if anyone knows, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that, that that bit of the canon was created in the EU just after Phantom Menace had come out and Jar Jar had had the life debt with Qui-Gon. Uh, and so they used that as a reason that. to connect. I, I felt like that was when it was created. But a lot of even... a lot of what we know of established, like quote-unquote established EU came in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like the Dark Horse and, and like Lucas Book stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff was the 90s. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I think there's, anyway. there's a lot of good action set pieces. A lot of really fun, inventive this action is set pieces in this a movie. Really, really well shot movie. Man. Yeah, the action's very smooth, very fluid. There's not a lot of like, uh, like Michael Bay edits. Like yeah. it's all smooth. It's great. Like the the war scene in the beginning of the movie Jesus, after Han joins the Imperial army. That the first time that I saw it, uh, and like the, 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 like the music comes on and it's like it's so intense. It's like man, this is like straight up like bad. This is like more Battlefield than Rogue One. For I me. love the music yeah. in this movie. John Powell's score is great. Also, the Imperial yes. March is the th- recruiting <laughs> I theme love, song. I love that. So it's the canon. Pro- the pro- that, that is yeah. so, I love it. Like, wow, that's an actual song in the Empire. Sure. Yeah. I, oh, man, that was so awesome when, yeah. when I heard that. But you know what actually really surprised me? Because you know how we were talking about before this movie came out, how we were scared they're going to like force a castle run on us? I actually liked how they did the castle run. Um, I like it a lot after the second time I've seen it. I like seeing it. Look, okay, so I still I'm not a big fan of these kinds of prequels. Yeah, and I will I will wholeheartedly admit that. Yeah, I don't. I I, I said I said this to you, Ryan. This whole movie feels like the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean five to me. Not as bad. Not quality wise. Not yeah. quality wise. But as like everything we know of this character is given to him in this in this in this time yeah. period. Um, I don't like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? If you're gonna do that, throw in how Chewie got his bowcaster. Throw in what the hell the dice are supposed to be for. True. Because in the original canon, the dice are how he won the Sabak. Uh, how he won the Sabak tournament. How yeah. he won the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. yeah. And now it's a card game, and he just has the dice. You know what? I actually want to know. You've been putting in so much effort on putting these dice. Honestly, tell me what they are. Yeah. That's I'm I'm mostly positive on this, but that is my biggest problem. Is they make such a big deal out of it in the Last Jedi about these dice. And then yeah. we don't see how he got them. I don't understand. He just had. He just has them. I don't understand. Why are we supposed to care about them? Yes, no. I agree. We we shouldn't have to care. That's about That's silly. Them. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's just like it is Han's like memento. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Like, it. it I get it. But there's it's no like sentimentality me, to I it. I get it. I, I get it. I totally understand what you mean. Yeah. I I like um, even I was watching the, the the special features for the Last Jedi and like this is uh, these dice how Han won the Millennium Falcon and Sabacc. That was on like, cards. Right. <laughs> Come on, guys. So, yeah. so uh, wait, I want to clarify. So your problem with the movie is that it did so much of the here are all the things you wanted at once, but it didn't do enough of them? No, look, I'm just saying at this <laughs> point, no, at this point, you're already doing it. Just go the extra mile and, and do the thing that you've been teasing me since but, Force Awakens. So here, so because uh, this is not me attacking your promise. Yeah, like, sure. uh, like because you don't like prequel esque stuff, don't you think you'd hate the movie more if it went more into that? Sure. Yeah. But at least I know what the hell the dice are for. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I wouldn't. I would not like the movie more. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd be much more, har- much more, much harsher on it. Yeah. But at least I know what the dice are for. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Silver uh, lining. I, Damn dice. I. To be honest, I think the only one of the like. This is how he got this thing that I have a problem with in the movie is probably his name. That was the first time and where I was like, Ugh. they straight up lied to us. No, because that's it's it's so I don't even have a problem with it, like the reason that his name is Solo. It's that like, he kept it afterwards. I, 
I'm fine. No, 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 not even that. I'm fine with it. I think it's fine. It's just the moment is so ham-fisted. Yeah. It is the mo- it is so the moment in the movie where I can feel them nudging me in the seat huh? next to me, going, "Huh? Yeah. You get yeah. it? Huh? You know? Huh? You and know I what? hate that. I I will not lie. When the when that guy said Han Solo, I'm thinking you've got to be effing kidding me. Yeah, yeah. It should have. He should have just been his name. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me. Oh, hi, bug. There's a giant spider on the wall. It's awesome. All right, well, we're just going to ignore it. We're going to ignore it until it falls on us. <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I, I thought of it, and because he's like supposed to be a, a gunslinger outlaw type character, yeah. I, I wish that as he'd gone up and had to come up with a last name, he'd chosen Solo. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Like like how you know other gunslingers would create their own names. I wish that Billy that's how it had gone. Yeah. But I do like the idea of him having to create a last name because he didn't have one. I, I do too. My thing is is because some random Empire guy gave it to him, and he hates the Empire. Why would he keep a name that his enemy gave him? Boy, that's my it thing. Is really, it is really easy to join the Empire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. Right? Especially when they're like looking for a fugitive. They don't give two craps as long as you're going to go fight. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but there's there's so I really like L three. I want to say positive real quick because oh, yeah. I, I do have some negatives. No, on yeah, this yeah. One. I really yeah, like yeah. L three. One of the reasons I don't necessarily think L three is the great is the best sassy droid we've had in the franchise. Is K two S O still the better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, K two S O. I like that we see a different side of the droids mm-hmm. with L three. Is like, there? You need anything else? Yeah, equal rights. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I love her sass. I like that we've seen we've we've. We was hinted at in, in a new hope. Are you okay? Yeah, just heard a little. I heard you, that. I, I heard that. Damn you. Yeah, um, we're good. Uh, we've heard. Uh, <laughs> we've heard about. We, we saw like, oh, we don't. We don't serve your kind here. But we, and droids are sentient. We as the audience, we love the droids. Yeah. But we've never They're actually like second, seen a, second class citizens. We've never seen the character like go out of the way to save a droid. Yeah. In these movies. Um, Elthy found her, her her role in life as being a, like the start of like a, re- a, a robot rebellion. Yeah, I started a revolution or whatever. Um, but I like seeing that side of the that side of the droids because it, it opens up a whole new possibility of droids. It turned very Westworld all of a sudden. Like, oh, they have feelings. Keep talking, and kill that yeah. spider with yeah. a Spider Man game informer. Yeah. Do you do you want me to not say anything negative if I have negative things about L three? No, no, go no. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Upon my second viewing, L three is the part of the movie that feels unnecessary to me. Yeah, yeah. How so? I think I think L three is a completely distracting character that I don't need because it takes away from what should be should be character beats between Lando and Han. I, I you know uh, what? I would L3, agree with that. L3 yeah, L three is an unnecessary step between that is the character that totally didn't need to be there. That is the character, and I have a bigger problem because. L3 also facilitates something else that I have a problem with in the Kessel Run, which I'll talk about later. But um, L3, just upon my second viewing, like, I agree with you. All that droid stuff is really cool, but I totally, totally, absolutely don't need it in this movie at all. You, uh, and what's the I, thing think in... it, I think it totally distracts and pulls away from everything else going on. What's the thing yeah. in the Kessel Run that you don't like about it? I don't like that L3 is essentially a deus ex machina for why they're able to get out of the Kessel Run. Uh, yeah. I, I, I won't go too far. We'll talk about the Kessel Run later, but I, I don't like that there are two deus ex machinas that make the Kessel Run possible in the way that we've heard oh, about. And yeah. I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sure. but, but L3, to me, is a character who is essentially created. Like it's, I, I agree with you. I totally love that droid side. I really do. And I think L3 is fun as a character. But... Uh, all of the bits with her ultimately are taking away from 
other character moments I would have rather seen specifically with Lando. No, you're right. Uh, interacting with Han instead of with L3. Like I just did not need that character in this movie at all. You're, at all. I, you know what? I, I can agree with that, that it does take away from the, uh, the Han and Lando stuff. But um, love Donald Glover in this. I really enjoyed the like what happened with L three and what like Donald Glover's performance and like he kind of loved a robot and that's a little weird. I, no, but I, I like I that. Mean, I mean, I like that character and everything. How would that work? It works. But not. But that's that's the thing. It's just it feels like there was a better version of the script that didn't have L three in it. Like there could have been a better version. Do you of the think she that was part... focused more on an interaction between Lando and these other characters? Yeah. Um, do you think uh, do you think she's a lot of rewrites, or do you think she was just from the from the beginning? Can I, you... th- I think th- well. So as as far as we know, the script was unchanged. Yeah, like it was just that they were improving a lot. Yeah, yeah. So the Lord and Mill, the previous a reference. lot of the so a lot of the stuff is original script. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I actually just read a thing. We'll get to it in a bit. Yeah. In a bit. Um, but I, I I I agree with Sparks. I yeah I, I, also, I agree, yeah. I also know my friend uh, my friend really wanted me to talk about this in this podcast that uh, he really hates that L 3s full name is L three three seven to stand for Leet. That just pisses. They him never off. they never say it in the movie though, so I didn't Leet? know that. Like it's no, it's a gamer yeah. it's a gamer thing. It's in the credits. Like, it's a gamer thing. It's see they never said that in the movie. That is a little like a little silly, but like L three like that's fine with me. I know he just wanted me to mention it. It's yeah. not my personal problem. Yeah. Leet? It's like it's, it's a video game like Leet is like oh extreme gamer like we're Leet we're elite. It's yeah. like it's like backwards like <clears throat> using letters as numbers and stuff. L three three. Don't, yes. yeah. don't yeah. worry about it, it. It's weird. I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah. Um Lady Proxima, cool super cool special effect. Yeah. Special effects are really good. Yeah, man, a lot of good practical aliens. A lot of good practical aliens. Yeah. Multiple were, card were. scenes with multiple cool aliens. I actually liked uh, um, Paul Bettany's performance in this. You never really see I him. liked Paul Bettany a lot here's, in this movie. Here's why I'm, I like Paul Bettany. I'm bummed because he's all reshoots, and they took out Michael Kale Williams, who was the original villain. Mm-hmm. And he is so good, and he's underutilized in a lot of movies. Uh, but Paul Bettany right. is cool in this movie. I like Paul Bettany Paul Bettany is cool. Like, I, I'm, I got so curious all the time what the hell is going on with his face. Whenever he gets upset, he gets like veiny and his and eyes go, stars, get red and the, stuff and the, his red marks on his face like deepen and, and widen and i'm like what's I like going what, on with i like your face man i like it at the end of their first conversation and they're just like um this was fun we should have we yeah. should do this again sometime. He's, he's psychotic yeah. uh, right, yeah he also because of the reshoots um he was originally going to be a mocap mocap alien mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were just like oh we don't have time we're just gonna put some makeup on you which it still works it's i think fun. it works better he looks more menacing with those like those scars on him. I, I you really, can see his, his real face yeah. i like yeah. seeing Paul Bettany as an actor. Yeah, so do I. So I'm just kind of happy. I think he's a really pretty man. And do you know how he got yeah. the role for this movie? No. He uh, So he heard that Ron Howard was um, directing the movie, and he worked with Ron Howard on The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. And he literally texted him like, so what's a man got to do to get in a Star Wars movie? And he literally just said, I'll get back to you. Oh, that's cool. That's literally <laughs> it. And he's in the movie. Like, that's really fun. That's cool. Uh, so we that's talked really about, awesome. We yeah. talked about most, great. most do, of do, the characters. Do we talk about Lando? Yeah, yes. Lando's great. Uh, Real quick, before we get to uh, Kira... Can we talk about Val and Rio, who were in the movie for about seven minutes? Very disappointed. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, I that's one of my negatives, is I, I really did not feel like we needed to lose both those characters. Especially, because, especially, because, especially because their death has no bearing on the characters. Right. Because Beckett's right. all about don't trust anyone, but he literally trusted both of them. And yeah. they both died, and he doesn't care. It's, it makes you think he's just like putting on a hardened exterior, but I didn't But there's no sen- there's no sense that. But there's no sense of that, because there's never a time when he's like, Oh, I miss my wife. He yeah. lost his wife, and like, and also like his good friend, probably. Rio. Yeah, yeah. And it, it never comes up again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 
I felt like what they were going for is is hit, to hit home his philosophy of like even someone who was his wife, you know, he doesn't he doesn't get attached for long. Like this is kind why of to you be don't. like a kind of to like be a cue into Han sure. early on about the kind of person Beckett is. I just don't think it was handled well, but I think that was the intent. Yeah. But I agree with you that it's not handled. Well. I like. And I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that Val and Rio both die that early. And both I of those characters like are it. awesome. I love Tandy Newton and and John Favreau is like he's saying Wookie. Like he's he's like a silly space monkey man. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And then like literally like they die after like ten minutes. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, that, is this was, some reshoot bullshit? I was a little taken aback because especially as like, hey, I'm just gonna have to finish the job from here. It's like because the, the, when the pilot died, I'm thinking, okay, that's I kind of liked this the Rio's character a little bit, and then like, I can see why he has to die so Han can take over as pilot. Yeah. But then um the girl dies. I'm thinking, I feel like okay. she did not have to blow herself up because of two probe droids. Yeah, yeah. she gave her life for two probe droids. But also also. There's and nothing else. There's yeah. never nothing a, else. Yeah. There's never a point where it, it comes into play again. Yeah. yeah We're they, never reminded about these characters. They're never mentioned again. It's just like, okay, cool, they died. There's like a semi-emotional scene where Woody Harrelson like punches he, Han in the face. He and buries him, yeah, it. but that's about it, yeah. yeah. Since and we're talking about that section, I just want to talk about this now while it's on my mind. Uh, upon the second watch, knowing who Infant's Nest is, yeah. they seem too vicious in that first scene now. I think that's just because... And I and I do agree, but that's because they're they're being depicted for us as the bad guys. No, no, no. I know, but like once you know, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. I so after I after disagree. first viewing, no, no, no. I'm not saying like it totally doesn't work, but yeah. I'm like they seem really kind of countery to how they are later in this movie, like almost too vicious. There's just not the whole time, but there are yeah. moments where like things that happen are like I. Well, you know, I, I kind of see where you're coming from. I th- I'm thinking, I I'm thinking of Saw Gerrera, who is a who is also a, re- a violent rebel. Um, right. So I'm just thinking, like, maybe before they knew. Hey, Two Tubes is with Infant's Nest. Two Tubes, there yes. you go. Um, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, so, like, before. Uh, I, I don't know. I lost my track. What's his real name? Does anyone know? We probably Four Tubes. Know. Ken Knapsack would know. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Um, Lies! Deception! <laughs> Oogly Boogly! Thank you. Um, Can we talk about Kira? Yeah. Do we guys do we like Kira? No. Yes. Eh. Well, wait. It's a harsh thing for me to say. Uh, She's kind of. I don't hate her. Uh, her character serves a, her serves a purpose that I understand. Yes. I think uh, I'm uh, I'm in the camp of I don't like Amelia Clark as an actress. I'm in I'm in the camp of. She's really great on Game of Thrones. What else yeah. have you watched her in? Terminator Genesis and that one rom-com she did. Mm. Those are terrible examples. They actually to are. Judge her and Dude, her and on Thrones is just amazing. Yeah. And this. Yeah. I mean, for for him, the track record isn't great. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, him. I get it, but I think I think she's I think she's good in this. I don't think she, anything she does. I think her performance is fine. Her uh, performance think, is good. Uh, I don't like. There's one. There is one scene that for both her and Alden, I really hate, and it's in the very beginning of the movie when they first meet. That scene feels really weird. Oh, like yeah. it's staged weird. It feels weird. It doesn't play right. Um, the first time that they interact with each other, and then after that, it's fine. But yeah. that that one scene is super jarring. Um, no, I thought she was great. I. I want, like, my whole thing is, like, if, there, if I were to watch another movie with any characters from this movie, she's the number one character I want to see more of. Yeah. Second is Lando. Yeah. But, like, I, I kind of want to see more Kira. I'm interested in her. I so. Here's my thing. I wanted, I wanted more 
because she always seemed not 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 I don't say ditzy, but she always seemed like she was the girl from from all those years ago, right? And like I wanted to see her be harder. Like, oh, I've done things you wouldn't understand. But I'm never see- I'm never gonna tell you what they are. I yeah. wanted to see. I wanted to know. And I, so and, listen, did I. I and I know obviously like you're not gonna tell. Oh, I murdered these people. I did this and this. But like I didn't feel like she became the monster that she says she is. I didn't believe that. Not that I agree. That's I, my I thing. Agree. I, agree. I agree with that point. Uh, and also something that kind of bugged me out a little bit was that she. I mean, I get how like th- time changes a person. I get that, but at the same time, your boyfriend, the dude who you supposedly loved, got on the other side, and you find him again, and he's like, "Hey, here's a way out. We could be free." But she's like, "Nah, I'm fine I'm go with hang her. Out with Darth Maul. I'm fine with her being a bad guy. I'm totally cool." I'm but I, I needed more believability. I like, I'm more like, I needed more of her story well, to I, believe it. Okay, here's what. Whoa. Here's my thing. Uh, Excuse me, Sparks, but. If we actually found out all the horrible, horrific stuff that she did to her actually say, no, I am going to be a bad guy, and that changed her, then I would let it slide. But we never know what she does. All we know is like, oh, you don't know the things like that she has multiple done. Multiple times we're told, you don't, you wouldn't believe what I've done by her and, and what's his name, Dryden? Dryden. Dryden. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, thanks for telling me. <laughs> Sparks, what are, you trying to get, what are you trying to say? No, I mean, I agree about there's a little too much telling, not enough sharing with this. But um, I, I do think... Again, I think it could have been done better, but I do think that there's a lot of good moments of her. She does kind of act like that girl that Han knew on Corellia whenever she's with him. Yeah. But when she's mm-hmm. not with him, there is this edge of something else to her. Yeah. And I, I, I wish it were played up more, but I do think it's there. And I don't, I don't take it as her deciding to be a bad guy. I think she knows she's owned by Darth Maul. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's the intent I got, is that she she knows there's no getting away from Maul. Yeah, like, all right. So He is a more dangerous force. He will find her. He, he'll he look for her she once learned, Dryden is she found She learned Paris Kasi from Dryden, who was taught by Darth Maul. But, but, Han, but Han would be safe. Yeah. You know? Okay. I loved, I loved deep, deep cuts like the Terrace Kasi and everything. Yeah, that was so. This, ugh. there's the, it's like you were saying, you were saying that I, 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 you misinterpreted me as saying I don't like the fan service stuff yeah. in this and what, why I like Rogue One. The fan service stuff I, I like. Okay. Like I like seeing the Terrace, whatever. Um, I don't even know what it is, but I kind of like <laughs> it's seeing It's a fighting it. style. Terrace yeah, Kasi. I knew, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. when she was fine with the sword? Yeah. Okay. And oh. I like seeing, uh, uh, I like Scarif and Two Tubes and, uh, Oren Singh is that her or, name? Or a Singh. Or a Singh. Like, I like Bosk. I like those kind of because yeah. it fills out the the universe. I like those things. The Felucia incident. The Felucia incident. See, hearing yeah. the Felucia. I like those things. I like. That's you where Ala Sakura was murdered. Yeah. Spoilers. Going to mm-hmm. going this, to Mustafar movie, Rogue One things like that. Yeah. I like those. This movie very much uh, felt like with things like that that it was existing in a world that lived between uh, the prequels and the original trilogy really well. I really yeah. like that. But things like so okay we've. Cat's out of the bag. Darth Maul's at the end of this film. Spoilers. Yeah. Let's talk about him. What yeah. do we think about this? I freaked out. I I agree with you, Brandon, that it is unnecessary. But for this film. For this film. But like he's they they talk from the beginning that like uh the, the Crimson Dawn. Crimson like, Dawn. And like Crimson Dawn. and uh Kira talks to God I forget all these names. <laughs> Bad guy's name? Uh Varden? Dryden. Dryden. Damn it. Okay. Kira talks to Dryden and he's like, the people that I work for, blah blah blah. So like you know he's working for someone. So already I'm like, okay, there's another person there. Yeah. Um 
I think I it's it I, is super fan servicey for it to be Darth Maul, yes. but at the same time, it's really cool because it just allows them to use him more, which is he's been lacking. He's a really cool character that everyone in the who reads comics and the Clone Wars and all that knows about him, but the general audience doesn't. And like yeah, they're gonna right. bring him back. And, and for I'm, me, that's cool. Yeah, I'm someone who hasn't watched Clone Wars or Rebels, but know he's in Clone Wars. You know what his brother's in, name is? I forgot. Savage Oppress. Ah, of course. It yeah. Is. I, so I I like. So when I first see it, mm-hmm. okay, Darth Maul's got the robot legs. Uh, he's got the saber from Rebels. It's voice. He by looks Sam, old. He looks old. It's 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 Sam Witwer doing the voice, and it's yeah. Ray Park doing uh, doing the the acting. Mm-hmm. That's all cool. He serves no purpose in this film, and I do not think I do not think that there needed to be a, a shadowy figure in the background of Crimson Dawn. I think right. that's it's only there for fans to be like, <gasps> you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I reacted. Oh yeah, obviously. What you, Sparks? Uh, well, first off, when when the hologram first appeared, Brandon knows this. I was terrified it was going to be Snoke. Oh yeah. I was. Oh, I didn't even think we about getting, that. I, I was, I was be terrified we were going to get background development oh, wow. now on Snoke, and I'm like, this is not the way I want this to go. But then it was Darth Maul, so I got really, really excited. Yeah. I I agree with you that there is no need for Darth Maul to be in this movie. However. I am really glad he's in this movie because I am now more excited about potential films that can happen at this period of time yes. for future spinoffs. And I would not have been if Darth Maul were not in this movie. I agree. We're killing a spider. That's what the noise is. Yes. Um, so, but my whole thing is like, I don't want to, I, I like my standalone films to be standalone. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, but I, I, I get, I get that. And I totally agree with you. But the thing is, like, if he weren't in this movie, then the next thing that they announced that he could show up in, I wouldn't be as into going to see, which clearly they need because this isn't doing as well as they want it to. Yeah, sure. But I, I do want more because of him. I Apparently, want more from Fett this movie. time period because of him. Yeah. And we know we know where he goes. We know he ends up on Dothamir, broken and alone. Yep. Uh, in in the, when we see him in Rebels, this is the middle period, and yeah. this is where this is we're five years out from Rebels. So in five years, it. he's gonna so uh, I love it. lose everything. I want to see it. So here's here's my here's my thing. So let's say this movie did a billion dollars, whatever, and it gets a solo sequel, and Darth Maul is in it. Han Solo has never met a force user. A force user, because in New New Hope, he's all like, I don't believe in the hokey dokey superstition. So they can right. never meet. Yes. Right. So I don't know how you can have. If there was a Han Solo two with Darth Maul in it, it and they never, I don't think there could be. I don't. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think. I don't think their ever... intention. I don't think their intention when they did it was for Darth Maul to necessarily get a solo sequel. No, and yeah, you, yeah. And you said you said that the evidence for that is that he was signed on for three movies, but so was the cast of Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Like they 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 just signed them for. How's the Spider Ben? He's dead. Good. Killed him with my uh, uh, Spider-Man issue of Game Informer. Talk hey. about poetic justice, mother Epa. I love it. Welcome back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I just kind of like looked at that, and I and I I was too concerned of like the why of it to be excited yeah. about it, and so I still it I, still bugs me. And I and I agree, but uh, uh, I I. I think we're we're bigger Star Wars fans, and mm. not that I really. It doesn't matter for like Speak uh, for the yourself. movie. The movie being good for having me in it, but for for me, someone who really likes that character, it's really exciting to know that he's possibly going to be in live action movies again. Yeah, this might yes. not have been the best way to do it, but this was the only way we could do it. We're talking about Darth Maul, right? Yes, yeah. I am all for Darth Maul being in another live action movie. Yes, he could appear in the Boba Fett movie. Like I don't he think could, could, I don't yeah. think any of us are against that. I for the but for this movie, we're only talking about this movie, and mm-hmm. yeah, this movie is. It's built as a standalone film. It's like yes. a Darth Vader. I, I, uh, there, yeah. there are other things I want to talk about about the movie still. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so t- but I think I think we all kind of agree on this this simple fact that 
that I, I agree, Darth Maul did not need to be in this movie, but I think even Disney knew that Solo wasn't wasn't landing with audiences the way that they wanted to in anticipation, and they wanted to give them a reason to want to see other films in this time period, and Darth Maul is a good reason. And the hype, the hype around, like, it, this got leaked super, like, that, the day that the movie came out. Like, I'm lucky I saw it, like, Friday or whatever, but, like, I saw Twitter, like, like uh, screen caps of, like, oh, my God, he's back. And I'm like, you're ruining this for people who might yeah. go see this movie. That's a bummer because that is, yeah. a, that, for, for fans, that is a cool reveal. No, I, yeah, was, so I want to, I actually want to move away from okay, the Darth okay. Maul thing. So say your thing and then we'll No, I was just going to say that um, um, Fanny and I, we went to see friends of ours and they were like, have you seen Solo? And we're like, no, they're like, oh, my God, there's a cameo at the end that's just going to blow your mind. And it was Maul. Um, so Max Rebo. I think that this film... Uh, is paced very poorly. Yes, I agree. Um, I think this film could have easily... I think heist movies should be an hour and a half to two hours. Mm-hmm. Like that's, Ant-Man. That's a, that's a heist movie. Yeah. This is a heist movie, but it's two and a half almost. I was going to say, it's like three heist movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think of it as a heist movie myself at this point, but I get what you mean. But So if it was tighter, if it was shorter, 20 to 30 minutes shorter, 20 minutes shorter, I'll, I'll give it 20 minutes shorter. Then the pacing would be fixed. I feel it'd be quicker because the action sequences, man, the action sequences are great in this movie. Oh yeah, I am super into every action sequence in this film. Mm-hmm. And the then train, the train scene was the really train good. Train scene is the Kessel Run is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the esca- the escape Even on the Corellia, beginning, the beginning is the great. Yeah. Escape on Corellia yeah. is really good. Yeah. Uh, we get to see a highway patrol trooper. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how'd you get that job, buddy? Yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, so I like the action sequences. Ron Howard then, has a good eye. But then they, but then the whole movie slows to a crawl yeah. after each action sequence. Like, he, 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 sorry, you know who I totally blame for that? Who? L three. Oh yeah. I mean, I think L three does not help the pacing at all. That's one of the reasons why I say she's such an. I will say character. the first half of the Things movie slow down yeah. for L three. Yeah, the first half of the movie is a lot better paced than the second half. I, I agree. Yeah. And I said, I said this to you like uh, both times I've seen this movie. At about two hours, I check hard out. Yeah, I'm done with this movie. I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah. It's like the second time, the first time I saw this movie, I was engaged and I followed everything. When we saw this movie earlier today, I was falling asleep yeah. during the like right the scene when uh, uh Han and uh, Kira were in the Falcon where she was trying on Lando's capes. Oh, that's cute. That is where I started to go out. Yeah, and I fair. practically checked out during the whole rebellion scene, and it wasn't until they got back on the Falcon, they were flying, do the, doing the castle run, when I woke up and I was like, okay, cool, Shit. I'm awake now. I have a question, uh, Sparks. I think this is as good a time as anything. The castle run deus ex machinas. Okay, what are we so, talking about? Um, yeah, okay, so we've heard about the castle run a whole bunch of times, you know, the, the 12 parsecs thing, and 14. I, for, uh, <laughs> Force Awakens. I, I, First, first off, I want to address that I'm really happy because for some reason I always pictured the Kessel Run as some kind of intergalactic race, and I'm really glad. That I think that was the implication. Yeah, I I'm really glad they came up with something creative and different that wasn't a race. Yeah, um, I really like what they came up with. Uh, it bothers me that there are that the things that get them through it are L3's navigation and dropping the Corexium into the. Uh, into the, the fusion reactor the fusion reactor yeah um those two things are essentially in my mind two deus ex machinas they're the things that kind of save the day for them yes and it bothers me that there's two if there were just one i would be okay with it but the fact that there's two really irks me because it takes a lot away from han's skill as a pilot yes. and the millennium falcon's value is a shit so here's what... when we hear about it in later things and 
the other reason why this is a big problem for me is because there's a little too much talking, not enough showing about Han being a pilot. Yeah. yeah. And these Deus Ex Machinas really don't help that situation in what is essentially the focal point of the film of Han being a pilot. However, so, that first chase sequence with the, with the TIE Fighters and the Millennium Falcon, super cool. No, it's really great. Yeah. And I wish, but I just wish there were more moments of Han showing he was a good pilot. Sure. Like, like at the train. I wish there had been something more to show that he could handle the situation. He's kind of just like riding with it. Hey, like, I could, yeah. I didn't know that's how the Millennium Falcon. I didn't. I never noticed the Millennium Falcon steering wheels. Neither did I. This is the first time I've ever noticed. Oh them. yeah, okay, yeah. No question. They do really good focus shots on them. Well, yeah. here's a question: Is it pronounced Falcon or Falcon? Han or Han? Okay, there you go. Yes, yeah, Lando or Londo. <laughs> no, um, Londo. one thing Sorry. I really like about uh, 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 Han or. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford, like he called it like a falcon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So in interviews, uh, Alden, he he was pronouncing a falcon, just like not even trying. Like he, that's the way he learned it, and I like that's mm-hmm. awesome. right. Yeah, I love that. No, because because uh, Han refers to himself as Han and the Falcon as Falcon, yeah. and Lando refers to him as Han, Han. and mm-hmm. the Falcon. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's great. And uh, what was the? I like the. So, this is this is Sabak Sabak. Yeah, yeah. Han. Yeah. Han. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought. I, I agree that there's there's too many uh, uh, helps, too many helps on that on that. Uh, it was supposed to be a, a thing of skill. It's like, oh, let's just add all the shit so he doesn't actually have skill. Yeah. Um, I thought after after they put in L3's navigation that that would allow him to like go through the gravity well, which I thought was like a black hole or something. And I was like, L3 says to go through this. Just trust her. I trust her. And it would have been like this crazy like 2001 scene where like he gets through and he, like, he's teleported somewhere else. You know the, the but it wasn't that the L3 being in the ship. I actually like I do too because it, it it lends more to a small throwaway line in Empire and they've confirmed that yes it is all three talking to C-3PO of course it is no but I like that no I do too but like whoa it's confirmed like, but that's yeah. but that's one of the things where I go back to it's unnecessary sure and, yes, it, takes, absolutely. and it takes away so from Han being a good pilot and the whole importance <laughs> yeah. of Capsule we needed only yeah. one of those two things I agree Either the Caraxium or the L3. One of those two things, and then let the rest rely on Han being a good I mean, pilot. I guess he did have to go through that thing sideways, right? But, that but skill. It's, it's and then light speed out of it's, there. It's just too many saving graces oh, no, for, one, for one moment in the yeah. movie. Especially like when it's the kind of crux of Han's crux. You know, first time flying the Falcon and everything. And and it feels like it's detracting from the legend. Of yeah, it. it is a good yeah. it is a good little scene where he's like like uh, oh is it here or later where where he's like Han take the wheel it's there that's there right it's there yeah, yeah. yeah. and like yeah, he sits there. down and he, like gives a little smile like no that's a great <sighs> moment yeah that's a great moment I I don't like I don't like things like I hate mining colonies eh, you're gonna get one soon oh yeah mm-hmm. Cloud City or oh, like yeah. that's right he says or that. like in the in the end is like you should join the rebellion no thanks maybe someday looks at the uh, camera we. A lot of nudges. Oh, a lot better, of nudges. Oh, better yet, when they're like looking at the falc the falcon, he's like, and Lando's like, "I hate you. I never want to see I you know. again." I know. Yeah, we're oh, friends. I we're friends. I didn't necessarily hate that bit. That little exchange. That's okay. I didn't hate it either. Um, I would have liked more Lando and Han. Yeah. 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 I know. I totally agree with you, Sparks. Like, yeah, L three takes away from that. Yeah. Like, like I like L three as a character, and like what she does about droids and everything. I totally agree with you. Yeah. But in this movie, she takes away from other things. She's totally unnecessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. She's motion capture. Yeah. 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 But it is funny how she's like, there's a lot of places where she looks like a puppet there. I do. It's like really the, good. I do like the scene where she takes the restraining bolt off that droid at the mining colony. Yeah. And she's like, you're free. You're liberated. What? And the droid's like, I don't know. Free your brothers or sisters or something. Just, just move. Get out of my space. way. 
I do like her sass. Fun and sassy. Yeah. I like her sass. I like her sass a lot. K2SO is still the best sassy robot. I he agree. is. Hey, yeah. um, uh, uh, Warwick Davis may play the same character that he played in Phantom Menace. How do we feel about that? <sighs> I... Who is he in Phantom Menace again? He's just a, he's just sitting next to Watto in Phantom Menace during the pod racing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. He is. He got rich. He got super rich. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The, the thing when we're on the what's the what's the what's the planet that they that they get the coaxium? Kessel? Uh, no. Kessel? No, the planet that they get that they make the, the coaxium. The oh, refined. Saverin? Saverin? Saturn or something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sure. The refinery but planet. At that point, when we get there, I'm kind of like. Uh, is this, are we almost out? Can we, can we check? Oh out no! Now? See, I like all that stuff at the end. It, it's, it's yeah, it's very it's very Western showdown stuff. I like it. Mm-hmm. Also, all uh, Infus Ness and her crew look a bunch of Destiny characters. Like if do. you play Destiny, it looks yes, just like Destiny do. characters. I love yes, it. Yes, they do. I love it. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Infus Ness. I like Infus Ness quite a lot. I more the second time just because I really like the idea of like this girl like uh, just uh, keeping up the mother's rebellion. And this is like the start of the rebellion. There's little little sections that will eventually grow into. The but rebellion. also, I don't like that Han Solo was responsible for starting the rebellion. I okay. I mm, it's inadvertently like he's not like. But yeah. Yeah, but is it is it the rebellion? It's not the rebellion against the empire yet, though. No, it's just like the start of like we're fighting back and we need money. So like we're fighting back yeah. against the crime syndicates. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a different rebellion. That didn't bother me. Yeah, I wasn't too bothered now. Although because if... because because Organa and Mon Mothma are still Hang plotting on. out the beginning of the rebellion on a on against the empire, and that's not related to Infant's Ness. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, no. I mean, I will. Sure. But, but I mean, like, I don't think it is either. Oh, no. Okay, I will concede. the The way the movie is framed, though, they have they do they do to me. It's they heavy have, nunging about rebellion. Yes, they yeah. kind yeah. of like imply that it's the same thing. But you're correct. This could just be me postulating. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when they said rebellion, my first thought was like, yeah, wait, with like Leia and Mon Mothma no. and all that jazz. We don't need a really, fake CGI Leia in this movie. No, I think I think I think because of where we know the rebellions at in Rebels. I don't think that they're connected with Infant's Nest. I don't think that this is kind of kickstarting that. I think it's more about Han's, ad, uh, you know, aversions to wanting to be involved in a rebellion, uh, is what it's trying to show. Yeah. I, not that I think it does that exactly well, but I think that's the intent. Sure. I like um, the final fight's cool with with our v- v- Arden Voss. What's his name? Varden. Dryden. Dryden. Every time you do that, Dryden. I forget the Dude, name. It's, it's Dryden Voss. I, I watch a lot of Game of Thrones series. A lot of characters. Uh, I like that whole fight. Uh, he's he's like he's super quippy and it's like psychotic and I, it's super fun. The, I like his knives. The, uh, yeah. the golden the golden idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark yes. is in his trophy <gasps> room. Yeah. Oh, also Mandalorian armor. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool stuff in that. You know what his knives remind me of? What? Praetorian guard blades. Mm, yeah, okay. All Can right. I? I, I want to go back to the very beginning of the movie and I want to talk about something that really turns me off of this movie fast and it pisses me off. Um, the dice? Especially the second time. No. Um, the text at the opening. Yes, uh, yes. It's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and then we get all this text that is essentially a scroll. the exact same length as the scroll but they're not doing it and I'm like, and I, I paid attention to it the second time I saw it and yeah. I'm like, we don't need any of this. None of this is relevant because it's all about Corellia and Lady Proxima, and we're there for 15 minutes. It, it's just yeah. setting up that. what we're about to it's see. It's just yeah. not important. Like yeah. I'm like, I have way more questions about other stuff that's not explained, and I don't need my stuff spoon-fed like this in a Star Wars movie. I, I don't need to hear Lady Proxima's letters in or name in capital letters at the beginning of the movie. And, and I'll tell you what it should have been. It should have just been a long time ago, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away with the dots. And then that stays up, and then it fades up 
a young man enslaved on Corellia looked up and dreamed about flying amongst the stars. Yeah, it's like one line. Period. Yeah. That's it. Just that. And then start the movie. We did not need all of that blue text fading up over and over. Because I, I said, I said, bothered me. I said at, at, at dinner, yeah. just do a crawl. Yeah. But if you're going to do that. And like I get that Rogue One set the, set the tone, no the crawls for the stories. standalones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you did it. You did it. You did a crawl without doing a crawl. Yeah. Just do a crawl. Yeah. Right. Uh, that really that it bothered me that it was the length of a crawl. If they just done what I just described, I would have liked it a lot. You're right, because like we know it's like a lawless age. Like we know everything you're telling and us. Actually, we know this. And actually, what Sparks said is a is a better use of of, of making the standalones. Like instead, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away, a sentence of something else. Mm-hmm. And then go into the movie. Yeah, right. Like Even that's. Rogue, Korea, I mean, Rogue One just said a long time ago in Galaxy Far Far Away. Rogue One fading in the background, and that was it. No, Rogue One doesn't start until after the tag in the beginning. Oh, it doesn't? Yeah, yeah it's oh, true. Okay. It's the it's the tag after Saul comes and gets the young kid. That's right. That's right. Rogue One. Uh, speaking of, how did we feel about the title of Solo? Because I did not like where that showed up or how. Yeah, nope. No. Eh, no. It's bad. Nope. Nope. Like, oh, here's a bunch like of that. neon lights in a dark in a dark city. Okay. Yeah, that was that was weird for me. I wanted Solo to show up the same way Rogue One did at the time jump. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Good. Um, All right, I, I got nothing more to say. Should we get the final thoughts? Let me see here. Um, I gotta say, after all the hubbub with this movie, it's so much better than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. say that. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think after this, uh, this is this can be a whole other topic entirely. But like. Uh, are these side stories necessary? Like, I don't think anything is really necessary. Just like, did it tell a good story? And I think it did. Uh, so this does get me more excited about future projects. Um, so I, I'm, I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I saw it. Rate it. Oh boy, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Ben, I walked out of there thinking, thinking like, you know what? I didn't hate it. As as bad as we thought it was going to be, it turns out a lot better. It's definitely not the best Star Wars movie ever made. This was a Justice League situation, but it's this also is much better. It's definitely not. It is. I would definitely rather watch this. Disney than Attack has of the Clones. still yet made, uh, still yet to make a worse movie than Attack of the Clones. Exactly. I don't think. They, yeah, I don't think. They so could. I mean, there are things I do not like. There are things I really like. Blando being one of them. Yeah, Blando. I, oh, holy God! <laughs> Just. Uh, Donald Glover, that no, man you is. Said, a, you said Lando. I said Blando. You said Blando. I, said, I meant Lando. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. That's great. My God, he was just amazing. He's super charismatic. Like if he gets him his own movie, I will not say no. Rate it. So, seven. Seven. Yep. Yeah. Sparks. Um, I, I like a lot of the character stuff. I thought a lot of stuff was well done. I stand by pretty much all the gripes that I've talked about in the podcast so far. I just, it. There are simple things I think could have been done to just make this story hit a little better than it did. I understand the intent of some of the choices, but I don't think that they're delivered the way that they should be. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that I I have a really good time with it. I love Chewbacca. I really like Alden's Han. I I do, for the most part, really like him. Lando's great, obviously. And I want to see more of Kira. I think it'd be great if we saw an older version of Kira show up as a as like a new crime boss if they decide she lives that long like in resistance uh, in, in in john favreau's television show oh, that takes yeah. place post return of the jedi if she like runs the the crime syndicate would be really cool yeah anyway uh i i think that for the most part it pulled stuff off pretty well so i i give it uh probably an eight wow. yeah um so i so ryan you say nothing is nothing is necessary um However, I do think a movie needs to. I, I feel a movie, especially a prequel movie, needs to justify why that story needs to be told. And that's my problem with the Alien prequels is that they are not doing that. Uh, and that's, I like this much more than those movies. And that's why 
then that's that's my biggest problem with this movie is it doesn't justify why the story needs to be told never once in this movie did i say oh that's that's the story that you want to tell that's why i, I understand the story to be told but it doesn't do it for me and i and i can't get over that that's just my that's just my thing and that's fair um but there's a lot of good character moments there's a lot of great action sequences pacing's a little rough like i said um like spark said i i stand by my gripes uh but it was a fine film and i think i give it a 6.5 uh i have a question for you brandon based on what you just said if uh another film happens that mostly follows kira and that's like a really strong film that explores a lot of these new things and and like it's follows off the foundation set up here would you see this film as necessary in hindsight if that kira film is really good no, because I still don't think Thor the Dark World is necessary, and I like Ragnarok a lot. Okay, but I mean, like, that's not an introduction of a new character that you're following in in something. Because, like, Kira depends, would have I guess, already been... I guess it depends on... Like, hy- hypothetically, there is a film that follows Kira, and that film is really strong. It's, like a, it's like a crime boss movie. And everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and would you... My, my point that I'm asking, would you say this is a necessary film for the introduction of Kira, if we are to follow that character into another film without these other mainstays? You know, that's a tough question. Right now I'm inclined to say no, yeah, because I don't yeah. think there's a whole lot that we would need to know from this movie. Picture this. For her. Picture this. Uh, Boba Fett movie comes out in two years, takes place around the same time. Uh, it's about crime syndicate stuff. It's about him just being a mercenary. He hooks up with Kira and Maul uh, or something. Uh, and you see those characters again. Uh, and both it's a good movie. Like I, I, I'm down for that. I am down for more of these characters for sure. But it still wouldn't change my feelings about this movie. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows? It maybe it would. Mm. I, I'm inclined to say no at this point. Yeah, but that's fair. Know, I, I don't know. Uh, all right, that'll do it then. Bye, Han Solo. Time now then for our book club. Woo-hoo. Uh Ryan, it's your week. It was? It was? Oh, I didn't read anything. Oh, Ryan! <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Oh, Dan- right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, so a book that I really enjoy called All New Wolverine just ended its, uh, uh, its run. It lasted 35 issues. It was Marvel's longest running series because they love to renumber, but it was one of the ones that never got renumbered after three years, and uh, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was mostly the same creative team for the most of the time. Uh, and it's about Laura Kinney, who's X-23. You guys know her as as a uh, as a little Laura from f- from uh, from mm-hmm. Logan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here she's not a little like eleven year old. She's like she's full grown lady. Uh, I think this book is super fun. And after after Wolverine died, uh, people were really excited because X twenty three has been around for a while, and uh, they never she never really got her due. Uh, and this is the book that I think really gives her justice, and not just her, but uh, her sisters, who are other clones of her and Wolverine, just as a bunch of lady Wolverines running around killing people. It's really fun. Uh, I think the interactions between the characters are really strong. Uh, it's got a good mystery to it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, cameos, some good Wolverine stuff that I really like. Uh, I enjoyed this book quite a lot. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think about it. I like this. I like this a lot. Um, I forgot that I had read this already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I was working at the store, and I would read it while I was there. You could read some of the new titles. I read up to issue four, and I just, I was reading, I was like, this is familiar. November 11th, 2015's first issue. Yep. Yeah, once upon a time. Yep. Uh, this is a lot of fun. There was, the first issue kind of like feels like, you know, she, he goes, she goes to see Doctor Strange. That's fun. Second issue. Second issue. Yeah. Uh, she goes to see Doctor Strange. Uh, she teams up with the Wasp. It's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. 
Uh, Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp. Thank you. She's great. Not uh, this is pre Nadia Pym. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so. That's really recent. She's been around how, for like two years. Yeah. I forgot how recent Nadia was. Yeah. Man, 2015 feels like such a long time. It ago. does, right? That um, was when Secret Wars are still going on. I know. Oh my God. Once upon a time. Better time. Uh, but yeah, the, the arts. The arts great. The 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 Wolverine scene that you uh, that you uh, mentioned was really was really sweet. There's a lot of play on the on the old. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the best, I'm the best at what, what I, do, I do, and what I do isn't nice yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Can I can I talk about when Gabby uh, snicks? Yeah, like that was great. What do you mean? Well, like when, when? So sh- at the end of the first volume. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, when when they beat the bad guy. Oh, you mean when she's talking to the doctor at the end? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I, I wanted to they, kill you. They want they want me to be good. I want to be good. Yeah. But if you do this, and she because before this the clones didn't have we were led to believe the clones did not have. The, the oh, the that's right. That's 100% right. I forgot. Yeah, the, we yeah. were led to believe that the clones didn't have the claws. And then she... Snicks. Th- and their bone claws. A bone claw comes out. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. No, uh, that was such a cool reveal. Um, and, and it kind of leads leads into, like, every every Wolverine, si- let's call him sibling, or not sibling, child, has a different claw. Yeah. Uh, Aries, like, Dakin has, like, has, like claws. He has, like, his- three or four. He has four? He has, like two. he has two in his wrist and then yeah. one on the bottom of his wrist. Yeah, and that's weird. how that works. Uh, Jimmy from Ultimates has three, like what, like, like him. Like his papa. Like his dad. Uh, Laura has two. two and, and a raptor in, claw. Two, two in the fist, claw. one in the... Yes, Ben, I'm saying it. Raptor claw. Uh, and, and a raptor claw. And uh, now Gabby has one, and just the, the center one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, think about it like when, when Wolverine uh, flipped off Cyclops in yeah. X-Men. In X-Men. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, Gabby's so fun, like <laughs> like a little killer Wolverine with a sense of humor who's like super wacky. Like I, she's so great. And Taskmaster is in this. That's why I I love this book. I forgot Taskmaster yeah. is in it, and he's uh, so was, fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but like especially when he's like, I can I can beat you. I know what I'm doing, and blah blah. blah. And then like Ga- like uh, Laura just like stabs through his stabs hand. Stabs through his hand with it with her. You foot didn't see claw. that coming, did you? It was so good. Yeah. Uh, Sparks. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a really interesting story to do um i have not read much of this at all um wolverine in general is not a character i touch a lot so uh this when was I think about you i touch myself oh this this was fun to read though um i really liked what they did with her as a character the way that she's she has that moment with logan in the memory yeah. uh, of that conversation that they have um when she's healing and he's uh, he's like the you're uh, the best at what you don't want to do or something like that. And I was like, God, that's really cool. Um, yeah, like just because you are at the best at what you do doesn't mean you have to do it. And and he, yeah, she, you can be better than me. She shows more restraint than he ever did. Yeah. And a lot of like like Doctor Strange and and uh, Janet like both realized that like you're not him. Yeah, he, and he would be very. There's proud there's a of moment you. where um so all right so uh. So Wolverine is going after clones of herself, and they don't feel pain. Like they're 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 like her. They're mercenaries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she she wants to save them because they're her sisters. Like they're they're, they're her little blood. Yeah. And they look just like her. It was just weird. Um, so uh, the whole plot is like take down these people who are who are who created them, like Alchemex, who is in twenty ninety nine Spider Man. That's a company that's oh. in there. So it's a lot of fun working around. Um, but uh, it's the 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 interaction. It's Zelda, Bellona. Uh, uh, Gabby and then Laura. Um, we don't know who the she. Yeah, she who, died. The fourth one died. Yeah. Um, 
and they they can't feel pain so like if they die like they're they are not gonna know it and yeah. that's that's some pretty sad stuff too like when they get shot and they're like there's a bit where where it's like why are you stopping me it's like because you're riddled in bullets yeah in bullets yeah. calm down um yeah man it's 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 just a really uh super fun book i really i really like it uh i think the later volumes are, are this is a really good volume i think the later volumes are so strong mm-hmm. especially the stuff with gabby like her and gabby are in uh x-men red right now three years later like those are still a powerful team uh, and I just think she it's adopts a, a Wolverine, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her uh, her uh, her name is Honey Badger. That's mm-hmm. her that's her nickname. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the art reminds me of an All Red. Yeah, I just want to say an All Red because it could be either of the two. Well, uh, Mike All Red is the artist, and then the other one's the colorist and inkers and stuff. Oh, Laura is like the inker. But she's doing Catwoman, isn't she? Oh yes, you're maybe you're right. Yeah. That's what, oh interesting. I'm about to so look So she up. could be doing inks yeah. now too. Yeah, pencils I don't know. now too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun, fun stuff, and there's like when she, when they like storm the compound and uh, they switch outfits, and they switch outfits. Uh, what was the Bologna? Yeah, she's really fun. Like she's like in Doctor Strange's, uh, Doctor Strange's uh, uh, like living room is like I think that cabinet just winked at me. Yeah, oh, that's so good. And then she like I don't know it. how, but it winked at and me. And then she, she's so threatened by it, like she kicks the crap out of it and, and unleashes a. Uh, so she shoots it. Yeah, and she releases like a uh, monstrous horror. And Doctor Strange's like, why would you do this to the cabinet? Like, why do you have this cabinet of horrors in your living room, dude? Yeah. Uh, so Gabby's really great. I like it a lot. Uh, and then Gabby, uh, Gabby shows up at at Wolverine's place, and like uh, she does the thing where it's like. You know, I guess your healing factor means that you don't really need to eat well. Yeah. That must be why there's so much Chinese, uh, so much ice cream and pizza. Ice cream and pizza. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really like. I sadly didn't get to read the whole thing. I only read the first issue and about half of the second mm-hmm. one. But when I was reading the first issue, I was really, really enjoying. It. Like the scene where where Laura got shot, and she's like having this uh, dream, flashback. this flashback with uh, Wol- with Logan. Yeah. And he's like, and he's telling her, he's like, hey, I'm sorry about all the stuff you inherited from me." And she looks at him going, I'm not. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sorry about that. Uh, that's good. And I was like, man, that's a really, really good moment. And then, of course, when she finally, like the um, the moments between her and Angel, Warren. Yeah, her boy, her boyfriend. Yeah, where, where he's like, This hey, is the all-new X-Men Angel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, he wants to hug her, and she's like, no, don't hug me because I have a broken, ri- I have broken ribs, dislocated shoulder, all this stuff. So he pats her on the head, and just the exchange between the two of them where she's like, did you just pat me on the head? A little awkward. A little awkward. I didn't say. Stop. I didn't say stop. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Um, They're a cute couple. So yeah, uh, real quick, just um, her interaction with Doctor Strange is really fun. Uh, so the the sisters that are not Laura, uh, they they don't heal as well or at all, right? They don't, I don't think at all. They don't heal at all, right? And they don't feel pain, so they don't know if something bad is happening to them. So um, one of the sisters is going through trouble, so they take her to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is like, "I can't do anything. You need you need like microsurgeons. You, you need you need science. You need you science. Need yeah. So they go. So <laughs> Doctor Strange teleports them into Pym Laboratories and is going to help them steal an Ant Man suit, and then Janet shows up. And she's like, "What are you doing?" She calls. She, like, yeah. she calls Doctor Strange. She's and like, "Wait, wait one second, guys!" And she, Stephen, if you're gonna like teleport people into my lab, can you tell me first out of uh, uh, professional courtesy, please? Yeah, that was that was an awesome moment. Yeah, dude, I it's really that. great. I uh, really like seeing seeing bits like that where it's like, she's got. Of course, she's got Doctor Strange on her speed dial. Yeah. Oh, what is the uh, the line uh, with Maria Hill? Like only like how do you oh, have this only number? Eight people, only eight people have this number, and one of them is dead. And yeah. he goes, "Yeah, the dead guy gave it to me." Yeah, that's yeah, such a good line. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, the stuff with Janet Van Dyne is super fun, where they have to go inside of of I think is it Zelda? Zelda. I think, yeah, yeah, they go inside of her. Fight the, the, they fight the Nanites. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all that stuff's super fun. Uh, Taskmaster showing up like any book with Taskmaster, I'm gonna recommend. He's he's just he's so goofy. They uh, blow out his kneecaps. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, so he doesn't leave. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I don't think I have much more to say. I just think it's a really, really fun book, and I, I really do think I'm probably going to, maybe not next time, but I want to do this as a book club again because I think uh, it just gets better and better. Yeah, you can do what's yeah, I really, doing. Yeah, I really, liked, I really like the way that uh, she uses her scent, the, the way she can smell things. Uh, that, that came up a oh, lot. Yeah. I really like the way it's used. Um, I love when she... Uh, gets inside when she tricks them into thinking that she's uh, Bolana. Yeah. And she gets inside and there she gets to the doctors and she's like, um, <clears throat> you're going to help me to undo everything that you've started. And uh, she scratches off their coats and she smells them. And she's like, I have your scent. I can find you anywhere. Do you believe me? And they're like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, man. Like in, in the, the best stuff about this, I think is like, is, is, Laura learning from Logan that you don't have to be the beast that you were taught to be. And she's going, she's now the mentor to a younger version of herself. And that's got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I know who you become and I know what you can do. And like, you're better than this. I like when Bellona is leaving and she, and she says, and Gabby's like, will I ever see you again? And goes, yeah, when you're older and you forget yeah. to smile in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. nice. Oh, and then it turns out she's maybe a bad guy. I, I love when Gabby has her moment with the doctor at the end, the guy who was leading it all. And she's like, I just want you to know how close you came. Yeah. It was this close, and I was like, oh, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reveal of the claws is so cool. And then she skips away. La, 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 la. Yeah, yeah. oh, my God. She's so insane. Good. She's a, she's, I love it. She's so great. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I yeah. think this is a fantastic book. All right, well, I guess. Tom Taylor and David Lopez. Uh, Tom Taylor of Injustice fame. Yes. So before we get out of the book club, Richard has a comment. Our friend Richard Cardenas. Interview with a fake nerd. Interview uh, with a comic book nerd. Sorry. <laughs> Interview with a comic book nerd podcast. And he says, my favorite series, exclamation yes. point. Gabby is a great addition to the Wolverine family. I also love that the heteronormative roles of relationships are sort of reversed with Angel and Laura, which can also be seen in the all-new X-Men run. Heck yeah. Also, do you want to cry? Read the all-new Wolverine, Wolverine Generations one-shot. Yep. Good books. A couple of good books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Thanks, Richard. Uh, well, I guess it's my turn next week then. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I picked... Dead of Winter, good I've, good dog. I've heard of this, but not in this way. So it's a it's based off a board game. Yes, uh, it's a dog fight, uh, saving people in a zombie apocalypse. Huh, that's awesome. Uh, so I'm really I haven't read it yet. So this is kind of my way of oh, saying. Oh, cool! I'm gonna read it. Uh, th- that I want to read it. I'm excited to experience this for the first time with you guys. Can Ooh. you tell me who writes it and draws it? Uh, so it's written by Kyle Starks. Okay. Uh, Gabo, Gabo and Crank. That's all wait, that's on there. Wait, let me see the art, Gabo. This is, I think, no, never mind. Sorry. I mean, we could just look at the credits. No, I know. I thought it was somebody working on a Rick Remender book, but it's not the same person. Okay, illustrated and colored by Gabo. Yeah, I thought there's another <laughs> artist called there's an artist called Bengal, and I thought that's who. It's not that person. Okay, no. so written by Kyle Starks, illustrated yeah. and colored by Gabo, lettered by Crank. Those are some names. Those are some <laughs> independent <laughs> names, boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Dead well, of winter. That'll do it uh, for our show this week. Wait, 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 Before wait. we go, though, we have the winners of our. Giveaway. Oh, snap. Winners? Winner. Winner, sorry. I'm Singular. Sorry. <laughs> no plural. Just we one. We have the winner of our giveaway. We only have one copy of Deadpool. Chicken, chicken dinner. Uh, we uh, thank you to everyone who who, uh, who commented and uh, entered. Uh, we had a lot, and that was really great to Appreciate see. Appreciate you. Um, a lot of fun. I'm sure one of you actually listens to the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, it was just really nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so the winner is... Uh, at Mason Rad. Hey Mason. On hey. Twitter. Good job, Mason. On Twitter. You got a free Deadpool. Uh, so 
Email us at fake nerd guys. Send us $49. No. Email <laughs> us at fake nerd guys.com. Nope. Fake nerd guys at gmail.com. Thank you, Ben. Uh, and with your, with your information, where to send, where to send this, uh, just your, just your, uh, address, please. No. And I, I, I want to clarify this with We didn't like pick like whose comment we liked most. This was a randomized. Yes. We randomized yeah. it before this podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just wanted, no, I just wanted to clarify for listeners. That it's, oh, like yeah. we not, it's not that he, you know, whoever this was had the best. Mason slipped you know, me a 50. To say and you didn't. Ha ha ha. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, it was a randomized drawing from everyone. Who Absolutely. We can't, we can't actually read his comment. Uh, I, I, I have it. Uh, so it is, uh, so he 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 he, re- he responded. My fave comic moment with Deadpool was an Uncanny X Force when he was keeping Archangel alive by feeding him. Hashtag FNG Pod. Oh he even uh, posted the panel. Oh my God, Ooh. you guys! Uncanny X Force so. is a Rick Remender book. He's so good. Good job, Mason. You deserve this. So that's our winner for the giveaway. And yeah. uh, also, guys, be sure to remember the fifth of November. No, we are getting to our one hundredth episode. Oh, oh yeah, man. dude. We are getting to our 100th episode. We will get there this month. Wow. Uh, Winter's couple, coming. Just a couple of weeks. And uh, also our two-year anniversary is coming up uh, sooner Ooh. than that. It's the longest commitment I've ever had. Really? Crazy. Really? Crazy longest times. Ever had too. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, all right. That'll do it for us then. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, oh. I oh. will just oh. add that I just found uh, online that Doctor Strange has come to California Adventure. I did see that earlier. Oh, interesting. Yep, I, I did not know that. I don't know Benadryl Kumquat is here. Wanna, oh. wanna, wanna go meet Doctor Strange? He's at California Adventure now, cool. guys. Cool. Can I meet Groot? I see what you did there, Brandon. Can I meet Groot? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah Groot's been there for a while. Yeah, Groot's I, been, I, I haven't, I'm not a... I've seen Groot. I haven't seen... I saw Groot. Fanny saw Loki. I haven't seen Doctor Strange Loki. yet. All right. Well, thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who entered a giveaway. Uh, also, man, that was that was really great to see. Yeah, like it was just kind of warm, warm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank Deadpool. Let's do another one again. Uh, thank you to Jeremy Vellucci who does our theme music. Thanks, we got Jeremy. a chance to chat, and we've got some. Uh, we got Hot some scoops. things. We got some things coming in the in the pipeline that will be uh, debuting for number one hundred. Debuting. Ooh, Ooh it's yeah. soon. So. Uh, you know, I'll get on his ass about that. Yeah. Uh, you can find him at JV Jabberwock. <laughs> uh, he does our theme music and uh, more things. But also Suburban Proctologist, Procto. which is his uh, podcast. Uh, Radio show. You can find that on Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official at, and at Subproc Podcast on Instagram. Thank you to Louis Barreto for our theme music. Uh, nope, for our icon. There icon. you go. Our logo. <laughs> uh, you can find him at Lens for Eyes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch with us personally. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben. Ben Magnet27 for Instagram and Twitter. DJ Tony Snark at everything. Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are listened to, except for SoundCloud. Sorry. <laughs> Until next week, guys. Han. Oh. Han. Solo? I'm going to play with my toys. (laughs) Stay fake, nerds. (laughs) 